What's going on, guys, man? I'm pretty sure everyone can hear me. Uh, uh, it's been a good day, man. We're back another week with The Attic Show. Got a special guest, man. Got Fonzarelli. What's going on, Fonz? What have you been playing? Man, well, you know, we were just talking about Elden Ring. Um, it's funny. I beat the game after seven days, 44 hours, but I jumped back in because uh, I can't get into another game. I, I don't want to bring it up again because I keep bringing it up, but... There's another game on the PlayStation side I've been trying to get through that I'm having a hard time with, and I can't get back into it, Like so, especially after Elden Ring. So are, are you saying that Horizon Forbidden West got uh, Breath of the Wild just I'm like the original that, one did? Yeah, it got Breath of the Wild did for sure, and I'm also saying that it's just it's not a game of the year contender, in my opinion. It's just um, not. It's just not. That's going to start a lot of... A lot of little no, things. No, I've gotten a lot of hate for saying that, but I'm sorry. Aloy <laughs> has the personality of a slug, all right? A uh, slug. You're giving oh me. Oh, my God. I, yeah. I, I feel like yeah. we could give it's, her the personality of an object because she she's like a rock. She don't really make any. You know, we're going to move past that. We're going to oh, move no. past okay, that. Okay, you know the little water stain you might have on your uh, on, on your table or something? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that has more personality than Aloy. <laughs> Hey, that's why that beat on your ass, man. I ain't saying nothing about Aloy. I don't want no smoke. It's a, matter a terrible fact, protagonist, man. Look, great <laughs> combat skills, but terrible protagonist when it comes to the dialogue and stuff. I just, oh, I, I don't, I, I can't feel her. You know, like, I just, it's, yeah. she's not for me, man. Like, I, I try to play the game, and she's kind of borderline annoying and just, <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's not, it's not that fun to me. Uh, the combat's cool, but other than that, the dialogue and stuff is just way too laborious. Like. There is so much dialogue in this game. Uh, man, too much. Sometimes there is too much dialogue in a game, and there is yeah, a lot. Yeah, in, in yeah. I, I, I was feeling that, you know, uh, sorry to like, uh, you know, I don't care. I'm not apologizing to the chat for me derailing the conversation. It's my podcast. Mm -hmm. I'll derail if I want to. But I, I, I was playing um, strategy, tri uh, triangle strategy for the Nintendo Switch. And there's a lot of dialogue in that, too. And I feel like it is borderland too much. And it, it, it goes into that thing where it's like, if I'm doing more talking than I'm doing playing the game, we got an issue. Sure, I feel like the rest of the game still cleared that bar to me. But, you know, Triangle Strategy was one of those games that it it has a lot going for it, but the stuff it doesn't have going for it really hurts it. So we got a $2 super trap from Flame. More like Horizon Forbidden 90s uh, meta. Am I right, guys? Am I right? <laughs> oh, man. That's good. Oh, Flame. look, man. You're right. Look, and then we got a $2 super trap from Drawling TJ. Hi, guys. What's going on, man? It's all right. All right. What up, TJ? What are you doing, Hustle? Well, I see you got the, 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 the IOP uh, logo on. Oh, I 1,000% I do, sir. Product placement, kind of, sir. Product, Product placement. placement. Yeah, um, I was doing some stuff, you know, with the setup. I know I know, I know, know. you see the RGB lights in the background. My little Mario thing is right there. Um, I kinda good, wanna, man. Yeah, yeah, I want to kind of make this more like home. I'm, I'm sure actually sharing this open space with my pops, so his stuff would go there. And I kind of want to make this as, you know, as streamer-friendly as possible. Um, What I've been playing, uh, we was talking about it before, but I beat uh, Mark Geeks. Who are, whose name I spelled wrong and pronounced wrong. Anyway, I, I got that old buddy, me and the NPC. Um, I'm the prisoner class, and I don't give a damn what nobody say. I beat them on my own, and I ain't had no help from nobody. Nice. Especially the troubleshooters. It's like, no, um, I actually streamed it um Sunday, and I'll, I plan on uploading the 
like the boss fight that I want. I plan on uploading that, if not tomorrow, the day after. I've just been kind of caught up doing a lot of things, but um, yeah, I've been having fun. Um, played Aladdin again, been playing Animaniacs, and um, I'm starting to play through on Super Mario RPG. What what day is it? Is it Wednesday? Probably Friday. I will probably start that Friday. That's what's up. All right, so yes, this, this, is, this is what we're going to do. All right, because I, I do want a little bit of feedback real quick on uh, the, the Addict Show stuff that uh, I'm about to start doing. All right, so I am in the process uh, of getting this taken care of when it comes to what the show is going to look like, how it's going to look like. Uh, Fonz, I sent you a screenshot of um, on Twitter. So uh, let me bring it up real quick, and I'm going to show you guys exactly what i got in mind i'm not showing you all of it uh because i feel mm, like there's got to be there's got to be some kind of uh you know what's surprise there got to be a little mm-hmm. bit of surprise man just a little got to be that element of surprise you gotta you gotta give them just a little get them excited <laughs> and then you know all right so let me it's always fun yeah and it's just like this is one of those things where i don't want to do this twice so I, i'm taking my time Dotting all my T's, man, because I ain't looking to do this again. I'm just not. Attic, while you get that ready, Fonz uh, already tell the great people where they can find you Um, every Tuesday night and tell the people where they can find you. Oh, on yeah, Sundays Tuesday night's well. RDX podcast with right. uh, Dealer Gaming and the crew on Dealer Gaming's channel. You can find me there every Tuesday night, 5 p.m. Uh, yeah, what's funny is someone in the chat said today you have a good, uh, a good take. I guess people ain't like some of the takes you be having. <laughs> I, you know what? Damn. Hey, you know, <laughs> that's how I am. And I, I'm an honest person, honest gamer when it comes down to these games. If I don't like something, I'm going to tell you I don't like it. And yeah. I'll and, tell and, you why. And I think people need. I don't have no problem with that. People need to stop with this. Everyone has to have the same mentality stuff because I feel like exactly. it, it's it's too it's too much. Uh, and then, of course, you can find me, uh, Fonzarelli Gaming, on my channel here on YouTube. And, of course, I do my podcast every Sunday. I do Games Talk Live. Where I go one on one with a guest. Usually, sometimes it's one on two, but that's rare. It's usually one on one, and I have a good time doing that. So check me out, two p.m. Sundays. So let, let me go ahead and switch this. All right. So let, let me switch this transaction. All right. So this is what it's going to look like. All right. So here's here's the first one, guys. Here's the first one. Now, as you guys can see, I want I want something a little simplistic, man. A little simplistic. The 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 goal here. It's just me and Hustle. I'm going to have an IOP crest in the middle. Everything's going to be animated. I'm going to have our Twitter handles at the bottom. That's what this one's going to go with. And I think that's pretty self-explanatory at that point. Uh, I, I don't want anything like... I don't want any attention took away from us talking. Like, I don't want, like, crazy animation avatars in the left or right. Like, it looks cool, but I do think it takes away from the point of the show. Uh, but, you know... There is one thing that I really debated on doing, and that was, like, any form of, like, making things different if I have, like, a guest or something. Uh, so I went ahead and decided to do the guest thing. Now, what this one is is pretty much a guest low-up. Now, I want the guest screen to be bigger than us. Like, not much, but, I, you know, I want the focus of the show to be on the guest. Like, because I, I do plan on doing more. Uh, you know, I'm going to PAX next month, so I'm going to try to get as many developer awesome. interviews set up as possible. So that's really why I made something like this. And obviously, I got it a little bit more set up. But, you know, th- this is pretty much what I'm looking at right now, guys. Uh, you know, I promise you, I-, I got some stuff cooking, man. 
Uh, it's going to take a little time because anyone that does art, you guys know. The thing, it, it, it's very <laughs> time-consuming. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go ahead. Let's get these Super Chats real quick. You guys are really showing up today with these Super Chats. We got a $2 Super Chat for Lord Metro. Good to see Fawns back. Yes, Elden Ring is Game of the Year. I won't go out and say it's mm. Game of the Year yet. I won't. So far, it go, is for me. I won't go that far because I got to see... Now I got to see how Harry Potter is, and I got to see how Starfield is. But I will say that man, the the they got they they got a fight, like they got a serious fight. Like this is like one of those scenarios where it's like Goku versus Jiren, and he's about to go Ultra Instinct. Is Goku going to get that Ultra Instinct before he gets thrown out of the map? Like, hey, Addict, Addict, really quick, you're frozen, my friend. Oh, I'm frozen. Of course, yes. I'm frozen. You know, it's funny, uh, when I was going into this year to 2022, uh, I already had it in my mind that number one Starfield would be a game of the year contender for sure, for sure. Because, I mean, given the pedigree of Bethesda and their single player uh, RPGs that they bring out, let, let, let's be real. I mean, they've already, like the, what was it, uh, before uh, 76, the past four or so games were game of the year contenders. They've had four Game of the Year award winners, and that's going back to Oblivion, Skyrim, uh, I think Fallout 3, and Fallout 4. All Game of the Year awards. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That game comes out at 11-11 of this year, right? Same Mm -hmm. same as Skyrim. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm cool, and I'm I'm cool with the whole legacy, you know, doing that whole thing. But I think the developers, I think the people who are on the board, wouldn't they need time to actually, like, sit down and play and beat this game? Because wasn't that, like, a thing with uh, Death Stranding? Hopefully, with any luck, it won't be like that. Hopefully, they'll get plenty of time to actually sit down and play. Like, I don't know exactly how they're going to do it. Most of the time, you know, these big open RPGs like that, you get weeks ahead of time to play it. It just depends on... Mm. This game seems like, like, the way it's been described to me, this game's pretty much done they're just making sure it's all about optimization they want this to shine yeah. on the xbox series x and i personally feel like this game was probably set for last year but microsoft since they bought bethesda they might have pushed it into this year just to give them because they don't want bethesda anywhere in these titles they don't <laughs> want know, none of that be it, man you can't have a bethesda game without some bugs that that's gonna be there you might have you know an ox on the roof of your house or whatever oh, you know man. an alien on the roof stuck it, it, crap like that happens but my, my whole point of bringing that up was is that i already thought okay that's game of the year contender and it still is in my mind However, that's the one I was pushing to probably take it this year until I played Elden Ring. And then I, I played Elden Ring, and it blew my mind with the world building and stuff. And I'm just like, wow. The, From Software just put everybody on notice. And it's crazy how good the game is because now Starfield's going to have to do a lot more a lot better. to get me to give that the, the game of the year nod. Uh, Hogwarts, the thing I have against Hogwarts is, well, I, I'm kind of biased. I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. The game looks fantastic, but uh, it is a big franchise that they are turning into a video game. And nine times out of ten, big franchise turns into video games aren't very good. So I feel like this. I don't know. We'll see. I feel like this might be the exception because it doesn't look it like be. it doesn't look like they're trying. Normally, the time when you get these these type of games, they're trying to 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 push it out for a movie, like try to cross promotion. Mm-hmm. True, but true. It, it doesn't look like that is the 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 cadence here. It looks like. 
this game is standing on its own merits with an original story, original, uh, you know, dialogue. We'll have to see how it goes. And people yeah. in the chat clowning me for my, you know, scene. Look, I'm not saying that this game has a chance of winning Game of the Year. All I'm saying is I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out the quality it is <laughs> that it could be a contender for Game of the Year. Here's the thing. Elden Ring's amazing. It is. But at the end of the mm -hmm. day, I will say it is the game that made it mainstream. But it's not, mm -hmm. it, it's not like... It's mainstream, but it's not out there mainstream. It's not like out of video games mainstream. Uh, you know, I, I feel like that's a safe thing to say because it. No, I disagree. I, I disagree with that, and I'll tell you why. The, the game that made the Souls genre mainstream, as you put it, that's a Bloodborne. I ain't never seen so many people play Bloodborne no, this like that. Elden Ring. Until it was on PS4. No, Elden Ring outsold Bloodborne. It's going. I know. I know it's going and it's doing well, but I felt like that was like the start of like everything because like. The Here, PS4 did what it did. Here's, Bloodborne is kind of revered now. Here's the thing that I, I will say. I will get to the Super Chats here in a minute, guys. Mm -hmm. When it comes to Elden Ring, it's a fantastic game, but a lot of people are going to be up and down. Because remember, <laughs> a, a lot of the people that vote on these games for Game of the Year, they're gamers, mm -hmm. but they're not gamers like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know if all of them are going to be playing Elden Ring like that. But... The thing that Harry Potter has going for is Harry Potter is such a well-known name outside of gaming. So even if mm. if it's a solid product, it does exactly what they say it does. You're gonna they're gonna have that going for them. And keep in mind, I'm sure a lot of people in it, that's going to be streaming, they probably went and watched those Harry Potters. A lot of them probably grew up with the Harry Potter franchise. It's just if they deliver. Now I'm not saying they can only just deliver. They got to deliver before I would even consider it. it. It just to me right now. It's between Starfield and it's between Harry Potter and Elden Ring. And I'll give it like Elden Ring's up here. Starfield's like right here right now. And Harry Potter's like right here. Like, and, and it can fluctuate depending on like the reason Elden Ring is so high is because it's a proven product. We have the final product. Addict, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't call it Harry Potter because I got, uh, you know, a lot of flack for saying that. Call it Hogwarts Legacy because people are like, oh, Harry Potter's not in it. Stop talking about Harry. It's like, okay, but Look, it's within yeah. the world, you yeah. know, whatever. It's Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> but again, I, I still maintain that, you know, somebody brought up Batman and the Arkham games and stuff, and those are the exception when it comes to big franchises doing well in the video yeah, games. Yeah, I mean, I, for every one. I mean, look at Avengers. Damn, that was terrible. For every one, oh, for every one comic book game we can give you that was successful, I can give you four other that was trash. So mm. it, it just mm. when it comes to those, it just depends on who was pushing it, what studio made it, and what was the purpose of making the game. Now, if they were making a game to be a game and not to be a cross promotion of a movie, got a little bit better mm. chance. If you yeah, got it, if you got a studio like Insomniac making it, you got even a better chance of doing something. Uh, Indeed. I will say that this studio is kind of unproven that's making uh, uh, Hogwarts Legacy. So, you know, we'll have to see about that. Uh, but Elden Ring is just – Elden Ring is the kind of product that we don't get very often. It's and, a phenomenon. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see if Starfield could pull off being two of them in one year. Because that, that's unheard of. I can't – I can, like – I mean, even Fallout 4 wasn't, like, phenomenal to a point. No. Uh, it, it, you know what this it reminds me of? I, when I started playing Elden Ring and really getting into it, I was like, man, I'm getting the vibes uh, that I did when I played Skyrim for the first time. So that's kind of the phenomenon we're dealing with here. And matter of fact, it's even outpacing 
the sales for Skyrim. It's it's, mm. it's crazy what what what's oh, going it's, on it's, with it's Elden gonna Ring. Out, it's gonna outsell Skyrim. I can almost get that. Isn't that like, it's like that's a ten million, tale. right? Ain't that joint at like no, no, it's at like twelve oh, million. I think it's at like 12 well, million. see it's, the it's going. the reason it's gonna outsell Skyrim is because Skyrim back then on the 360, it was before the PS4 mainstream thing where they pushed all the people on Fortnite. Uh, it's mm-hmm. before the Warzone, the Battle Royale general uh, thing in general. Uh, you know, I would say gamers probably four or five times as high as it was back then. It just, we don't get the qu- kind of quality games. I'm willing to say that we don't get the type of quality games that we got in the 360 generation. Like, I would say, it felt my like. Fault, my fault, Dad. My uh, fault, my fault. Go ahead. Let me get these super chats real quick before they start disappearing. <laughs> we got a two dollar super from John TJ. You are awesome, Fonz. Great to have you back. Then we got a five dollar super chat from Don Otaku. There's only two types of fake uh, t- uh, types of take. My takes and bad takes. Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I love that. The Lord of the Rings trilogy is a five out of ten. I don't know about that, fam. We're gonna keep going. Mm. Two dollar super chat mm. from John TJ. Addicts frozen. I, I appreciate it, man. I fixed it, man. I, am, am, I, am I still good? Am I frozen anymore? You're fine. We're going to get $5 <laughs> Super Chat from Don Otaku. Has WB made a game based on a major franchise since Batman Arkham? Uh, they, they are making a couple now. We just have to see how they you know, they actually come out. Then we got a $2 Super Chat from Don, John TJ. I've never played Dark Souls. Love Elden Ring. And, you know, we get... I don't want to talk about Elden Ring too long, but we'll go into it a little bit. All right. I think the reason this game is being so more welcoming is because in the older Dark Souls, there were scenarios where it was semi-open, but it wasn't this open. So Dark Souls 1, you you know, for the most part, if you got any of the old Dark Souls, maybe Sekiro and, and Dark Souls 2 to a point, maybe even a little Dark Souls 3, but you got stuck you could do something else, find something else to do in Elden Ring. Facts. In those older games, like for the most part, if you get stuck, you're going, turning right around and grinding. That's all you could really do. Now, there are some that's like I said, it's a little open. You know, some let you go the direction you want to in some form or fashion, but it all leads back to that boss. It, but on this game, you know, you can go left, you can go right, you can go up, you can go down, you can fight bosses you ain't supposed to. You can get one hit one hit killed by people you ain't supposed to. It it yeah, lets yeah. it lets you it, and just the horse exploration itself gives people the illusion that they're not in a Dark Souls game. So it's, it's more approachable yeah. for everybody. And and I will go on record as saying, you know, all these people complaining about how it needs an easy mode. I disagree with them completely, only because to me, the open world and, let's face it, the fact that you could summon, uh, you know, different ashes to, to fight alongside with you. Those are mm. the easy modes within yeah, the game. Yeah, I was about to say um, that, too. Um, and, and, and because, I mean, when you could summon yourself a second character that, that fights just like you, man, he takes all the aggro and you could just go to the back of the boss and just wail on him. I just got and, him. And, I literally just yeah. got that. It's, it's just so crazy, you know. And you put you nailed it. Uh, that is why, um, Addict, that this game is such a phenomenon is because when you come up against, like, say, Margit, the first boss, maybe you get your ass handed to you. You decide, okay, wait a minute. I'm going to go explore, go get tougher, come back, and I'm going to whoop your, you know, what? And, and you do that. And, and that's what makes the game so fun because as you're exploring, you're finding other bosses, other world bosses and such that you can handle. 
And and that is uh, the key part of this game, too, where unlike most other Souls games, you only have a certain number of bosses, you know, to fight. This one has so many that you'll come across them that you can handle that it's like, okay, I just felt good about beating this boss. Maybe I could take on that other boss now, you know, and, so, and, and that's it gives you that sense of like, hey, I'm getting stronger. I'm getting better. And I love that feeling in this game. So let's let's talk a little bit about uh, Hogwarts Legacy. All right. So clearly, I'm assuming all of us seen the gameplay trailer. Now, when you're looking at this, first off, I want to ask you guys is they were very open. Now, normally in my experience, you know, tell me if I'm bugging or not. But normally in my experience, when people have that GTA 5 type of demonstration where they go very in detail on what you can do, what the point of the game is, I feel like if you're being that transparent, you know you have a hit. And a reason, another reason why I feel like they might have something, obviously they think they have something. When we get it, we can think it's trash. But, you know, PlayStation chose to do an entire state of play on this game. It, it, that's yeah. they don't do that often if it's not an exclusive or a second party exclusive you're not getting mm. an entire 30 minutes dedication on playstation's youtube channel but they gave that to, to uh to hogwarts legacy so like that, that's what i want to ask you guys do you guys think that because of the transparency and the confidence they have in this game and the fact that playstation is riding dying for this game do you think that there's a good chance that what they're showing us is going to be a representation of the actual game Afonso, I'll, I'll let you go, because but I'm that's gonna, a I'm great gonna keep it real. Attic, that's it's a great point you bring up because how many times have we seen Sony really do a deep dive like this on the state of play, you know, with a game that was trash? I don't think I've ever seen that. So, yeah. um, I, I definitely think that it's going to be representative of what they showed. Um, even though I'm not a fan of the you know Harry Potter universe or Hogwarts universe, and I don't personally like the <laughs> pew pew wand sort of mechanics and i stuff wish they would have been more the me- i wish they would have been like a little bit more melee builds i i, yeah. I know that people was like that's not harry potter yeah, this is this isn't they could have t- even yeah but even my biases aside i still look at the game and can appreciate hey it looks fantastic it looks great it's got a lot going for it it looks huge it looks massive they've got a lot um of rpg elements within uh, it's it's definitely representative of, of what we're gonna get, and and I think a lot of Harry Potter fans are gonna love this game. Man, that joint looked mid. Let me oh tell you my why. god! Let me tell you why. Because you because you're a different NPC all together. I don't know if I think you can make your own character. If yes, you can. You cool. All right, yeah. cool. That that that's cool. But you come in as a fifth year student, so like you're not even going. You probably won't see like any of the main characters, or if you might see a sprinkle here and a sprinkle there of some of the ones that you liked and hated. Listen, man, I'm going to keep it true with you. I cut that joint off halfway through, man. Oh, I, my I wasn't God. Impressed. I just didn't like it. So, was, okay, okay, was, hold up. Let's, was, let's I agree I wasn't impressed. Let, but, uh, cool. Let's but, break yeah. down. Let, no, hold up. That's because of my bias All against right. the whole All Harry right. Potter universe. All right, man. Let, let's break down the mind hustle. Let's break down the mind hustle. What's the last mm-hmm. thing you remember in this gameplay before you was like, I'm done. I'm out. What was the last thing that was shown? Because I got to know what was shown Ooh. on that screen that was the straw that broke the camel's back, and you got up out of there. Like, and you had yeah, enough. Nah, and yeah, and nah, I'm, I'm sitting in here. I'm watching it, man. It, it was Saturday. Saturday afternoon. I'm sitting in here. I'm watching it. It was something to the effect of, 
I don't know, a woman was talking. And I said, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool, because I ain't never really <laughs> been no Harry Potter fan anyway. But the woman, she was talking about something, and I don't know if it was important. I said, nah, I'm out. I said, I'm straight. I just cut the joint off. I just wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. I, I got some of the information the way, like, you, like I said, you're a fifth-year student. Um, you, they, they show, like, a, a tutorial, like a tutorial boss fight that you you have. Yeah. And I guess one of the headmasters, I'm, I'm not sure what the hell they call them in that universe. One of the teachers came and broke it up, said, um, <clears throat> pardon me, says, you're not doing this on my time, do this on your own time and all that. I said, all right. I said, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. And, and Attic, Attic knows, like, and, and the chat knows too. Like, I'm a fan of like third person stuff. I don't, I don't ever like. I prefer third person over first person. Even I couldn't keep me interested, man. Like, I'm, I'm good. I just, yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, I'm third person over first. But however, I gotta ask Attic a question about this because it, it, it kind of, uh, it, it's, it's odd to me that on one hand you say that this could be a game of the year contender. But then you say the combat could use a little work that you well, think it, it could have a little bit more it's, melee. It's, I mean, because that's the thing that me and uh, it sounds like Hustle had a problem with, too, is the combat d doesn't look all that fun to us. But to a Harry Potter fan, I think, you know, it would. But Well, to me, I always like up and close personal combat. So that's me yeah. being a little biased on that. Yeah. Uh, now, as far as like how they have you handle certain things where you can throw fire at people and you can levitate and throw stuff like it's got a lot of variety in combat. It looks like, but it's just like, I get it in the realm of Harry Potter. There's not a lot of things that go around with, you know, up close combat because they're casting spells and stuff, but it's pew, pew it, one. yeah, it's just like, this is a game that's taken place before the Harry Potter actual franchise. So to me, they could make it lore-wise where you have melee spells, maybe a couple, not a lot, uh, that let you get up close. And, the, and then they stay in the lore of Harry Potter at the end of that movie, at the end of that game, they could ban them. And that's the reason they're not in the rest of the... You know, th that's probably the re At the end of the day, that's probably the reason that they're not in there. Because to a point, they're going to be strict on what they can do with those type of spells and what they cannot do. So if they start casting spells where they where they're summoning shields and swords or whatever obviously i'm not saying to put shields and swords in the game uh then the then the the hardcore audience is gonna be like yo why was none of that in harry potter like so yeah, yeah. I, I i get it but you know there is a sword and uh there is a sword that he that he uh he killed the, the snake with the sword of gryffindor whatever the hell that thing's called so i can i can understand to a point where they were in terms of the lore, but it's just like put the son of Gryffindors in a can. Like I just, I feel like if you do nothing but long range weapons, there's not a lot of games that are only good for gunplay. Like the the reason I didn't like Horizon is because I don't like bow combat at all. Like it's one of the most mm. dead things I've ever done in a game. A bow combat, mm. <laughs> like. And I get it. It's a variety of of combat. It's not just a bow. You know, they got. Uh, you know, she's got critical hits that she does on the bosses. It actually makes sense to the world of Horizon. But regardless, I didn't care because I didn't yeah, like yeah. her as a character, I and I didn't like the combat. Now I think the thing that makes this a little bit different is you're actually going to school, and you can learn your arsenal, and you can make 
your person the way you want him to be. So just because there's not like some kind of melee yeah. attacks, I'm assuming you're going to be able to go, you could uh, learn the dark arts if you want to, because it seemed like it, like it said, I said at the beginning, you could control dark arts uh, to a point, like in some way. So I'm assuming you could do that at a, at a point. It said you could learn against the dark arts. Maybe you can actually, maybe it's got multiple branching paths where you could be good, bad, or, or like neutral, or just have a couple yeah. and everything. So there's a lot of perspective, uh, pro, uh, there's a lot of opportunity in this game. It's just, regardless what we see, regardless what they tell us, none of that matters if they don't execute it. You know they. Yeah, mm. Geek, you know it's funny. Geek in the chat, he said, "Y'all don't know nothing about Harry Potter." You know what? Right. I'll admit I don't. Uh, the only extent I have to any type of lore with Harry Potter at all is two movies I've watched and I was bored to tears on. I, I can't. I just didn't like the Harry Potter <clears> stuff. So yeah, I don't know much about the the world of Harry Potter. I do know they use wands and stuff, so I get it for this game. But for me, that uh, it doesn't interest me to play the game. However, again, I will ma maintain it looks really good for what it is. It's well polished. It looks awesome. The graphics, and for a Harry Potter fan, I'm, I'm sure it's amazing to you guys. So yeah, it's just like I hope it's good, man. I'm really feeling what I see. It's just I got to see the actual – I got to see the end goal. I got to see how big yeah. this world is. It seemed like it's a massive world. You can go to multiple different places. But I got to see exactly how it's done. And, and, you know, I don't think there's too much to talk about when it comes to Hogwarts Legacy. We'll have to, uh, you know, kind of – we'll probably talk more about this when we get more information. Yeah. But the amount of information they gave us, I really doubt we're going to get something like that again. We're probably just going to see the game. Uh, we might get I like I don't a, think any one of us here even uh, you know hustle none of us wish ill will on this game we you know no, we no, always no, want to no, see no. games succeed um so regardless of our biases or whatnot we want to see the game do well um oh. and, and I'm I'm all for it being a game of the year contender the more the better man hell I I love to see great games being released yeah I, I mean I'm buying it day one because it looks interesting but uh, I'm not saying that they need assault rifles. I'm not saying they need swords. Like what's I'm crazy they is, do, but that's just me. You know? what, 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 what's crazy? I'll take an RPG in it. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if you like, you, like just you, blasting. You make an there. RPG and you shoot. Hard. You know that's gonna be done on PC. They're gonna do something in there. Mm, to, oh, some crazy <laughs> stuff, bro. So let, let, let's go ahead and move on a little bit, man. Let, PlayStation has announced they bought another studio. Uh, it's the mm -hmm. it's Jade Studio. What's that studio actually called? Haven. 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 Yes. So PlayStation announced that Jade Raymond Studio Haven, they acquired that. Uh, keep in mind, uh, Hustle. Have they made one game? No, they haven't. But 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 there's no but there, to. Fawn said they made one game. Wait a minute. No, they have not. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on. God damn it, both of y'all. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, I believe it was Herman Holst in the interview that I read said he was extremely impressed with what he saw. And look, that's I think fine. he jumped. I, right, that's cool. I think he jumped yeah. on the gun a little bit, but you got to understand Team Green put the pressure on that boy over there, man. You got to understand what just happened. Yo, Microsoft like pretty much just bought Activision. And before um, before we get back to what we was talking about, the shareholders You're want right. to vote in favor if this deal doesn't go through over there at Activision. So they want the deal yeah. for Microsoft to happen. Uh, and I, I need to throw that little nugget out there. No, you're and right. My, you're 100% right. That boy out there, that boy out there, Herman, he's fighting for his life right now, man. He got to, something got to change, baby. He's he fighting. He, let him, look, I applaud his effort. And I hope whatever they, you know, whatever type of financial backing that PlayStation will give uh, 
Miss J in her actual studio. I hope it works out well in their favor. I hope they have like the next Last of Us on their hand. Last of Us part one, not part two yeah. so much. But I hope they got like the next big thing Facts. on their hand, man. And I love Hustle sometimes, bro. He says yeah, some I great mean, things. I, mean, I like you know, that, bro. Try, you know, not, not not in the Last of Us two so much. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. yeah. I ain't played it yet. I ain't played it yet, but I, I've seen some things that I'm. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. All right, so here here's where I stand. All right, let, let's let's talk a little bit about the studio itself. Uh, you know, we. You know, the the individual over the studio, she does have some clout, so we can't say she doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a good chance she's going to make something. I think it, the last time I checked, it was a multiplayer game, isn't it? I think so, yes. So, do you guys... Let's take a look. First off, let's talk, let's talk about that PlayStation is doing serious investing to a multiplayer infrastructure. Uh, they, they, they bought Bungie, and now it looks like they're buying... Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they bought Haven. So... They're buying these studios that, uh, well, maybe not Haven, but Haven is kind of, it was built to make multiplayer games. And what's it, what's interesting is, what is Jade Raymond's game? Because I'm kind of curious. The cur- last game was, I think, Assassin's Creed. Wasn't that the last thing she worked on? It, Assassin's wh- Creed, uh, which one was it? It was a long time ago, bro. Like Black Flag? Yeah, yeah mm. we're going way back. Yeah. Oh God! Okay, uh, let me take that back. Sony, what you do with? Why are you investing? <laughs> she What's did. Now she did had a studio for her first party at Stadia, but they didn't build anything. Like it, they they were gotten rid of before they even started. Well, like, that's not really her hmm. fault, but still. No, it's not her yeah, fault. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, her pedigree. You know, she does have some good games under her belt, but they're so long ago that I I don't even remember. And and the thing is is Look, she could be a, a great developer and have a great team on her hands. But the first thing that I thought of when I saw them, uh, that they acquired Haven, the first thing that popped in my mind was I thought it already happened. Because I remember when they were even announced as a studio and they were being backed by Sony uh, to build a multiplayer exclusive game like a year and a half ago or so. It might have even been two years ago. I forgot when it, that news dropped. But when it did, like soon after, I always thought, man, they might as well acquire them. So I already thought they were acquired. So when I saw that news come out, I was like, oh, this isn't a big deal. Like, I I thought they would go that route anyway. Like, okay. Hmm. I get that. It's it's, it's a uh, games as a service type game. game. So, it's a live service. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but they but they need that. They, they're, they're well, did, that. didn't they anyway, hire so, yeah. some ex-Destiny devs and stuff? They got people over there that's working on a lot of live service. I think I remember specifically they said Destiny, but you know that's besides the point. Let's let's talk mm-hmm. about organic growth. Uh, or, or organically. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh shit! Now, okay. yeah. Yeah. Let, I know they invested into the studio, and I know that they funded it to a point. Uh, but do. do you guys think that this is an example of organic growth? Hundred percent. Oh, you think I, it I think is. because this studio basically started uh, because of the backing of Sony, I, I think this is 100% organic. Um, do I feel like this is organic in a way that a lot of people were pushing, and I'm talking like fanboy narratives, you know, when this whole discussion was being talked about a year ago where Sony only, you know, acquires studios that have uh, – that, that, that they've had, they built long relationships with and they've had success with, with games. No, it's not like that because there was no success here yet. There could be, 
But yes, it, it is traditionally like by, by by definition, it's organic because they were kind of funded by Sony originally. So I will, yeah, I will give you that because I because we're, we're we're a big thing over here where we're talking like, you know, I don't believe the narrative that people are pushing is organic growth. I think this is more organic growth. Now, obviously, there's joking. Like you know, if if you look at it from the standpoint of the fanboy. This is an organic growth. But if you look at it, Insomniac, they worked with them. They said that's organic growth. No, that's investing into Insomniac to make games for you. And Insomniac takes the games, the, the money that they've been that you've been feeding them, and they're growing their studio. Really had nothing to do with PlayStation. In my opinion, it's just as organic as say the initiative with Microsoft. Because they're, they're from the, they're, they're there from the infancy stage, like the, kind the of, close yeah, to the yeah. infancy mm. stage. And and somebody in the chat, flame with the two dollars, says it's not a live service game; <laughs> it's a Sony template game. No, it is a live service game. It's, it's supposed to be a multiplayer games as a service game. I will link that article from Games. It's a Games Industry. And I believe now this is another point I wanted to bring up <laughs> is I think that the the reason why they're building upon this game, this Haven Studios is because this is going to be one of the studios that I think is going to funnel games into their Spartacus service. I think their Game Pass type service is going to have more of these types of games going day and date than, say, their big AAA, you know, single-player narrative blockbusters. They're going to put more of these types of games in their version of Game Pass, essentially. Do you, they're they're going to need to do that because they got yeah, to keep up with do. Game Pass, regardless of what people, like, regardless of how people feel about Game Pass. Facts. The second Game Pass PC syncs up with Game Pass on consoles and the Game Pass Ultimate thing is a real like thing to where they're in parity with each other. I mean, PlayStation would be in big trouble. See, I would never buy an Xbox Series S or X. I need to get one, but there's certain games that aren't on the See, PC version of it that I would love to go back and play. So PlayStation, they're going to have to find a way to keep up and Hey, look! I hope it works. I hope it work out for you know him, man. Because I'm all for you know I'm all for the growth and, and development. <laughs> I, I like I like I like Nick's question in the chat. He says, "Why does it matter if something is organic? Uh, an acquisition? It really doesn't. That's a good question. It doesn't matter. The, the, really we're, doesn't. we're just talking from the standpoint of what we see the media saying, what we see in the Twitter streets. Like I've always felt like what they did with Naughty Dog. That's organic growth. Uh, you know, they, they took Naughty Dog in their infancy stages and they and they invested money into them, helped them bring in talent and nurtured them up to making the games they're making. Now, you see it um, with uh, with the people who made Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Sucker Punch, right? Yeah. Sucker Punch. They went from uh, infamous. They've nurtured them up to Ghost of Tsushima. That is what that is what I feel like is nurturing. Now, I don't think it's Somniac's nurturing. I know people disagree with me on that. That is PlayStation fundling money into a studio and they're ta them taking that studio and they're hiring from with that money. Like, for instance, you know, if they would have bought Somniac 10 years ago, five years ago, and they've built up to Spider-Man, that's natural, organic growth. Uh, Attic, real quick. What? Turn us up. Turn you up. Yeah, I'm listening to to us now. Okay. We're kind of low. And so, I uh, just complete. Okay, yeah. Okay, so it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, regardless if you buy a company that already has that, or you don't buy a company, you have to naturally grow that. The difference between those two type of studios is money. If a, if a, if a studio 
has that clout. They've had that time. They have that organic growth. They've grown for years, and they're making that type of game. You're probably going to have to add another zero to buy that type of game. But when you buy a game like Compulsion, you nurture it from the start, and then you go from We Happy Feud, whatever they're doing after that, whatever they're doing after that, that comes with a shorter cost, but maybe a greater result at the end. You get the same result if you do it right, regardless what specter of the yeah. side you're on. Yeah, one could argue it's organic growth with the acquisition of Bethesda because Bethesda has had a long-standing relationship since Xbox's inception. Uh, they've with Morrowind uh, being the first RPG on console like that. Um, Bethesda has had a great relationship with Microsoft over the years. Uh, that's pretty organic as well, but it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. It comes down to develop uh, the developer's talent. Um, if you acquire a talented team. You're gonna, you know, do well with that team if you let them do what they do. You know, yeah. I, I, you know, it's it's kind of silly to even, you know, really push this whole. Uh, it needs to be organic or whatever. It doesn't that, need that, to be. And that's what I've always stated. Like when people say Sony does stuff that makes sense for them. No, Sony does stuff that they're able to buy because people forget they bidded for the people that may uh, that own uh, uh, Warframe. They've bidded for WB Games. They've bidded for these studios. They just get outbidded. Yeah. It's not that they don't want to. It's just they don't have money to compete with the Apples and the Sony, Microsofts. They don't have that type of money to compete with Tencent. Tencent's the people that beat them in that in that uh, race with the Warframe. Like they go after nice. studios that make sense to them and the amount of money they have in the bank. That's why instead of them openly going after bigger publishers, they're going to double down on their studios because. One takes yep. an absurd amount of money that you might not be able to come up with. Now, look, people act like Sony can't buy companies like Square Enix. They can't. But the they question can. is, is can they convince investors to let them spend that money? That's the question. Mm. It's easier for Microsoft to go to an investor meeting and say, look, I need $78 billion to, or however much it was, I can't remember, to buy Activision. When they look, okay, how much do we have in, how much do we have in money? Oh, we got, we got like, we got like a trillion dollars in cash. Well, hmm. I, obviously I'm joking. But when they look at that, they see all of that extra money is they could take risks. And keep in mind, with inflation going up, that money's just devaluing. So they better invest that before it actually is worth less than it is now this time next year. So. No, I agree. At the end of the day, I, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, you know, we're going to see a different Sony. You know, people keep saying that, you know, Microsoft... oh, we're already seeing a different Sony, bro. It's already happening. Well, They're I'm doing just saying, things that are out of their comfort zone for years now. We're seeing the the the, the starting roots that's going to lead into yep. a tree in the future. Yep. And, and, you know, it, it's exciting because it is. Uh, and then, you know, let, let's talk a little bit about Grand Turismo 7. All right. Okay. Do we have to, though? Yeah, right. we, we got sure. you. It, it's everywhere, of... man. It's <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> How do you guys? Slander. How do you guys feel about this situation that's going on with Grand Turismo Seven? We'll start with uh, we'll start with Hustle first. Cool. Um, I make this quick. A um, Polyphony did this, right? It's Polyphony yeah. Digital. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I ain't surprised because I remember a very long time ago, two thousand six, <laughs> and I mentioned this on the podcast before. I remember two thousand six. Um, shout out to G four. Um, Morgan Webb had actually broke down everything with, I forget what Gran Turismo it was, but in order for you to buy everything in that game, and this is when DLC was unheard of like that, in order for you to buy everything in that game, I think you needed to spend like four grand to buy everything that, to buy everything in that game, or you had to like play like hell. This is the same thing all over again, man. 
I'm cool. I'm cool on that, man. I'm sure the game is fun. I'm, you know, I, shout out to Jay guy. He know who he is. Him and Hardhead, they they've been playing it and, and having a great time and everything. Shout out to them. But I'm not surprised, man. I'm more. I, I don't know. Like I feel like we have a, a grasp on on this, our community in general, right? Like we, you see a ton of people making videos about it. Like, how did you ever think you would get away with something like that? As far as having all the microtransactions and then without somebody saying, without having somebody saying something about it, like how how do you how long do you think you was gonna get away with all that? Well, see, they but, didn't. I mean, think, it's neither they, here nor there for me. They didn't think they get away with it. That's why they implemented it after the reviews came out. Uh, it, oh, they, man. they updated uh, the metrics and how how much stuff costs, what you got for this. Like they what they did with that game. Every reviewer that reviewed that game should have went back and redid their review. Every single one of them. But it seems like all they did was just go in there and be like, they updated the game a couple days after I reviewed it. But instead mm. of punishing Thanks. them for it and re-reviewing it to a point, they're like, we're just going to give you an uh, like some kind of update at the bottom of the review. It's like, but it's not the same game anymore. It doesn't change the score, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, and that that's blows my mind because all you're doing there is showing, oh, Sony's like, oh, that works. Like, it's, just, <laughs> it's like, what else can we do? That was do you do you remember the backlash that uh, it was uh, what was it Forza uh, Motorsport Seven got for when it was reviewed that wasn't and they were talking the about the microtransactions and they got dinged for it and they weren't even in the game. So reviewers were dinging them for microtransactions in their reviews. Yeah, there wasn't any microtransactions in it. I got a question. There. Shout out to the 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 yo his name crazy the 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 in the chat. Um, so this game apparently is a, it's a single player game, right? Is this game just yes. a single player yes. game? Yes. So why does it need to be always online? Because I'll apparently tell you it, it, it was down for twenty four hours. Microtransactions. Know, yeah. And you know what's it's, funny? It's they they go out yeah. and they say stuff like, "We do it because of the cheaters. We don't want to give a bad example in, in, in the uh, place we play." That yeah. that's all smoke screens. All they do it because yeah. they don't want well, people hacking into the game and getting all of these cars where yes. they don't get the money from the microtransactions. It's it's and they mm. they've said as much. And this is why I argue with people when I talk about the microtransactions being so egregious and people arguing with me saying you don't have to buy them though, Fonz. And it's like, but look, you're paying seventy dollars for a product which is forcing you to go online. And they said, yeah, that's what we have a problem with is it being always online. Well, then you have a problem with the microtransactions because they go hand in hand. The reason why you're online with this game is because they're keeping track of your credits that you earn towards getting those cars. And, of course, you have to play a lot of races to earn any of these cars See, because they, they cost a lot of money. So they are in, essentially pushing you towards those microtransactions just because you didn't buy them doesn't mean that, you know, Joe Schmo is not buying them because he's not about to you know, race 700 laps on a certain course just to mm. get one car. And, and what's crazy yeah, is it's, I, it's insane. I saw in a, um, someone put like a chart on Twitter that said a certain car in there, I think it was like 10 million or 18 million or something like that, that Castle, it took 20 hours of gameplay to get that car. Yeah. <laughs> Can you, wait, what's the car? What's the car? It was like a McLaren or something like that. I don't know. But well, well when, when you talk big money like a McLaren. Yeah, but this is know. a game. This is a game. I know, game. I know. Like, <laughs> so Sony said, hey, speaking of that, Sony said themselves they wanted real-world pricing within the game. And I'm thinking to myself, 
when I play in a video game, I don't want to deal with real world hey, you pricing know funny? if I want to play these cars, you know? You know what's it's funny? Insane. They said they want real world pricing. Okay, then you should have circuits and stuff that give you real world prizes. Like mm, there you go. But they don't do that. Like they're nickel not, and diming you. To yeah. my not like they might do that, but it's quicker to do smaller races to get to get, you know, more money quicker quicker. But it's just like to me, I don't understand why people just let this slide. No one said nothing. No one like I, I when this happened and they hit that on switch, I saw very few people speak out against this. Very few people. And this isn't a Microsoft thing. This isn't a Sony thing. This isn't a, a, a Nintendo thing. This is if you let them do this, other companies are going to do this. You literally mm. just told them you could do whatever the hell you want in a game. Just set it for a patch after the reviews because no one's going to call you out on it. And, and you know maybe that's because you know we we got to be real here. Uh, they Sony's been very notorious. For blacklisting people when they say anything they don't like about their games, and I have to I have to correct Albert G. Yes, Halo Infinite is always online, but you can play the campaign offline. You can. So. Yeah, because the the multiplayer is the uh, the uh, the faction that's online. It's just like I just got really I didn't get upset, but I just got frustrated. It's just like. How did no one call them out on this? Like no one. It's it, the same thing that doesn't well, make. Did you? But but that's the thing, and you brought it up earlier. When they made these reviews, all the reviewers they didn't have the credit system all in place just yet, so they didn't have the microtransactions. They didn't know how much all this stuff was going to cost, and then that conveniently comes out after the review, reviews are posted. That's what I don't like. And, and the crazy part, Fawns, is it's like these same reviewers they didn't say nothing. Like they, they did a little update and they did that because they, they did that for their own imagey. They didn't do that because it was the right thing they do. They put that in the review because they wanted people to know because they didn't want someone to go there, look at a review, see the review, play the game and say, why didn't you tell me about any of this? So obviously they're going to update the reviews so people don't give them that kind of stigma. And, and that that's, that's, that's the part yeah. that blows my mind. It's like, like Fawn said, a few years back, we did the uh, Forza Motorsport 7. There wasn't yep. even microtransactions in the game. And they, and they got, got dinged, dinged for, it. for it. Bad. But this game, this this is even worse than microtransactions in the review. This is sneaking microtransactions in the back door. <laughs> After, yeah. And, 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 and that's 10 times worse. But no one and said Albert, nothing. Albert G, come on, stop it, bro. He says... GT7 rewards dedicated playing. So that's what we're calling it now. If you want to get a McLaren, you have to be dedicated and spend 20 hours just for that one car. No, what I call that is a, you know, a, a raping of sorts. Because oh, no. l listen to this. Like you're looking at this situation where you've got a $70 game with the mo some of the most egregious, you know, microtransactions out there and you are defending that. Let's let's look at that. You know, this whole scenario, next gen gaming. Oh, it should cost seventy dollars. I would gladly pay seventy dollars for quality. Why? Because games should be more price, uh, more uh, higher in price because things are getting more expensive. Yes, but you know there was mitigating factors for this, and that was microtransactions. That's why for years we haven't had price increases for games because of these egregious practices, and we've been dealing with this forever. 
But now they're getting their cake and eating it too. They're getting the extra $10 from you plus those egregious microtransactions. You're just taking it in the rear and, and, and loving it, and I don't see why. I don't see why. They, they literally charge these individuals $70 and then put – it would be different if they had things in here to, to accommodate for this. Like, I don't know if this is in here in the chat, correct me, but I've, did, I've not seen it at all. They had some kind of, you know, test driving thing where you could test drive a vehicle or, or something to that nature. I've not seen anyone refer to that. They might have that. Um, I've been told you can't sell cars. Is that true? I've been told you cannot sell cars in Gran Turismo. No, you can't. So you can't sell the cars. If you look at it from a multiplayer aspect where they made it always online, it's debatable why they did it, but I'm pretty sure we all know why they did it. They did it so people don't play this game. They don't take their hacked PS5 or PS4, whatever the case may be, hack and get you all of these cars, play it offline, and never log in and they can have all these vehicles because they don't want you doing that. What they want you to do is give them this money. That's what they want you to do. I've always had no issue with putting microtransactions in the game for a shortcut as long as the base game wasn't fluffed. For instance, I loved the Assassin's Creed games, the newer ones. Now, I do agree that I, 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 I love my older Assassin's Creed more, but these are okay. They're good games. They have yeah, this. They have this this XP system that was in Odyssey. It was yeah, atrocious. I didn't like that. And, yeah. and so they pretty much let's say they take a hundred percent. The game was supposed to be these hundred percent grade scale. When the game came out, they cut it to fifty, and they sold you the extra fifty. <laughs> so it's just like when you do stuff like that to enforce them spending money. Where it's not an option, they're encouraging you. And not only are they encouraging you, they're punishing you that you're not doing it. That's where I have the difference of opinion, and I think it's wrong. And they're punishing you by keeping you always online for these microtransactions, mind you. And you guys don't even see it. All you guys think is, oh, I hate when the servers are down and I can't play the game. Why can't I play offline? It's a single-player game. It's because of those microtransactions. Start thinking. Start talking with your wallet. If a game is $70 and it's a single-player game, there should be zero microtransactions in it. And if they are there, don't buy them. Just don't. You know what was a good, what a good, like, I don't even like the cosmetic stuff. Look, here's how I like microtransactions. Uh, if they're done, I would prefer them gone. I like microtransactions where, like Destiny, okay, Destiny's microtransactions is crazy, but what they do do in yeah. this is they're like, look, the hot shit this season you're not getting. You're just not. Like, <laughs> you're not getting these for the most part. Now, you can. They will show up in the Eververse every now and then, but it's just like, but if you stay with us till next season, we're going to put all this hot shit this season and Eververse regularly next season. So you don't have to spend a penny if you want this stuff. It's just, if you want it now... You're going to have to open up your pocket. I like that type of system. Now, I would prefer if they just gave it to me nightfalls and stuff, but clearly we in, in a realm where that doesn't exist. But when you – Destiny gives you rewards for doing it. They're like, look, we're going to give this gold, the, this this bright dust that you can get throughout the year, and when stuff pops out in the Eververse, you just go get it with that currency. That's a good way of doing stuff. Now, I don't like the way that – Assassin's Creed did their stuff and G and Grand Trismo 7's doing their stuff. Because to me, that is asking the player to go above and beyond to get stuff that they should naturally get through progression of the game. 
Yeah, and you shouldn't make that progression harder and 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 patch it to to get even harder to get those credits and those cars and and make them more expensive. That is what's really egregious here. And the thing is, at the end of the day, again, I have to bring up the whole, you know, the fact that we were, you know, not being charged $70 for so many years or extra for these games. We were at that $60 price point for so long because of these mitigating factors, microtransactions, DLCs, uh, season passes, collector's editions. You know what? If you want to charge $70 for a game, get rid of all those mitigating factors. Stop. And I'll gladly pay $70 for the games. No problem. But until you do so, I am not paying $70 for your games because you continue to do this sort of thing. And nickel and dime us. And we're not fools. As consumers, we can see this stuff. At least I'm no fool. And I know you aren't addict and you aren't hustle. You see this stuff going well, on. Well, well, slow down, slow down. I'm, I'm, I get stupid sometimes. But here's what I will say. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Here's what I will say, right? About as far as the microtransactions, even the price yeah. increase, I know you said you gladly pay for that. Here's the thing, man. I, I wouldn't, and I'll tell you why, because there are more people playing the game, playing games nope. than there ever has been. So that's like, true. And that is one of the mitigating factors as well. It is true. But I'm just saying, if they got rid of every freaking microtransactions and DLCs that is, you know, uh, that they are using to their advantage nowadays, they're actually keeping content from some games just to bring it out later for more money and stuff. If they got rid of all that stuff, yeah, then that's when I say, okay, do the $70 price point have the, the game's hole at the start, none of this BS going on, then, yeah, I'm good with it. But other than that, no. $70, the game shouldn't be $70. It just shouldn't. It, I mean, well, you know, that's, that's. I mean, I feel like no no game should be $70. Like, no. we, I see Kirby, um, Kirby in the Forgotten Lands, the first 3D Kirby ever, which apparently is getting really good reviews. I think it comes out in two days, I do believe. Um, That game is $59. Oh, $59. So, I mean, that, that just is what it is. Like, I feel like if you make good product, people that go buy good product. Animal Facts. Crossing will, like, literally, can can literally tell you everything that you need to know. A lot of people call that a pandemic game, and that was, a game came out at the right time. It don't matter, yo. 20 million, over 20 million people went and bought that. Like, that's, I think that's when sitting on like 30 million. Like, that's that's wild to me, and it's $50. So, I say that all the time, bro. A, a good product will sell. Yep. We won't gotta worry about the next. Won't gotta worry about the next Grand Theft Auto coming out, and then the joint, regardless of what it is, like people gonna scoop it off the shelf, man. It's like I've always said, it doesn't matter what your previous history is. Like, I get it, Cyberpunk. They did, you know, CD Projekt Red did some crazy stuff with Cyberpunk. Oh, they dropped the ball. But if they come out with that Witcher, and it's like you play, oh yeah, people are Game of the Year stuff. It, yeah, people are going to forget it, all it's, it's about funny. cyberpunk. People are very fin- uh, fickle that way, uh, especially gamers when it comes to certain development teams. And, you know, if they drop the ball on, on a certain game, but then they come out and mention The Witcher and they're like, oh, my God, The Witcher's coming and everybody's excited again. CD Projekt Red is great again. You know, as much as I loved Cyberpunk 2077, because I did love my playthrough with that game. Uh but the, I, I can't deny that they didn't drop the ball. I mean, they, they did a lot of wrong there, especially for the old consoles, telling people that it ran great and then it didn't run, run very well at all on those consoles. It was just a mess. And, you know, I, I, I totally, they deserve everything they got for that, all the heat. Yeah, and look, at, at the end of the day, you know, we got this $2 super chat from God's Hitman. Talk about the new meeting between Xbox and Activision. Do you have any idea what he's... I know that 
they're on like the next process and they're meeting to buying it. Look, man, I'll be real with you. God's hit, man. I'm not a lawyer. Yo, I don't know anything yo, about that process. Hey, first off, your name is, is crazy. I like it though. I like it though. Um, I don't know if that was what I was referring to earlier when we were talking about um how the certain shareholders want to come in just in case this deal doesn't go through and they would still want Microsoft to acquire um Activision itself. So I don't know if or like the entire Activision, I don't know if that is where it came from. Um, God's hit, man. If you were still here, let me know. Cause I didn't, I didn't hear it. I didn't see nothing about that. Yo, and shout out real quick. I don't know if he follows y'all, but he damn sure follow me. And he be hitting me off with news articles all the time. Shout out to the finest on Twitter. That oh, boy, yeah. that yeah. boy different, man. He, he just go. I'm He's like, oh, always God. hitting with, with news articles all the time, bro. Yeah, he yeah. hits up everybody. I think yeah. good guy. I appreciate him. Yup. Yeah. I definitely appreciate him. But that, I don't know if you're referring to that. So, so let me know. So let me know what, what's up for Tim. We see you down there. Yeah, what's up, Forte? We got two options here from Don Otaku. Uh, Assassin's Creed, New Horizons. No, what, what is Assassin's Creed, New Horizons? New Horizons, yeah. Hitting $40 mm-hmm. million as an exclusive. Um, is that is that their new game? Is New Horizons? N- no, it's Dawn, Dawn of Ragnarok. Dawn of Ragnarok. I don't know. DLC, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that's about. But, you know, I, I get that. Look, at the end of the day... It's not necessarily I care about what, you know, that what the people who make Grand Turismo is doing to their uh, to their player base, because I don't I don't care about that game. Like, and to be honest with you, if you bought that, you know, yeah, but I, here's where I, I, I kind of disagree is I don't like practices like this because it sets precedence. Uh, oh yeah, you know, that, and, that... and it starts trends sometimes. And if people are okay with what GT Seven is doing now, they're going to be okay with the next installment and or the next game they decide to make. And it, it's just like, where does it end? Um, I I don't want to see this trend continue, especially at a seventy dollar price point. I don't care. Like that's just and, and I agree too much. with you. And it's like that's why I brought up earlier about like the yeah. the the chat the the reviewers not saying nothing because if the reviewers would have revolted. And they would have re-reviewed the games, and they would have gave. Oh, and it's Metacritic. What? Yeah. No, it, AC stands for Animal Crossing. I'm sorry. Oh, no, okay. I don't talk. My fault. He said the same screen. I'm going right along. My fault, Pam. My fault. And, and yeah, I, New Horizons. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Animal Crossings, New Horizons. Did, yeah. I think you could say to soon that none of us played that game. But look, I didn't. No. Yeah, at, my at son the, does. Yeah. At the end of the day, if the reviewers would have stood their ground and they would have re-reviewed the game, mm. imagine if it would have went from an 87 to like a, a seven, 73 or 74. Then oh, yeah. the next time this would happen, Sony would be like, yo, last time we just we destroyed our Metacritic score. Let's not do that again. Uh, like, allegedly, allegedly, we, can, we can't. We can't. You said you mentioned something earlier. I wanted to stop you at it. We, we can't say for sure that Sony is is doing that. We, we Sony's can't. doing that. I I, I oh, will shit. say Sony's hey. doing that. Hey. Here's the hey. thing: if Sony wasn't doing that, those yeah. those microtransactions would have came out with the reviews. The fact that they put them in there after the reviews were posted meant they deliberately put that system in there after the reviews posted because they wanted to not let them affect the scores of the game. Hmm. And that, yeah. that's wrong, and no one called them out on it. It is what it is, and hopefully, you know, people, that ship will get corrected. I, I want it to get corrected because I feel like, you know, we, we like Fawn said, we're paying $70 for games. Well, I. And look, you could, I mean, you could even be enjoying the game. I get it. But if you out there, if you're out there like defending these practices, 
seriously, you need to stop. This it's not a good look for you or and for the consumer base, the gamers, none of us. Like this is bad. And and you got to call it out when it is bad. And and this is truly bad. It doesn't matter what platform this would have been on had it been on Xbox, Nintendo, it don't matter. I would have that, said something bad about this. That's what I was I saying always do earlier, when it comes that to it, this isn't a PlayStation thing. This isn't an Xbox thing. If anyone would have done this, I feel like the response should be the same thing. Like yeah. The, yeah. That's what I feel about like broken games. It, same thing. You know, We give people too many slack. Like, yeah, when, when broken games come out, Xbox needs to pull that sucker off the, the store. PlayStation needs to pull that sucker off the store. Now, obviously, I don't mean, like, games that have a little bit of glitches in them. And, you know, I mean games that's like Cyberpunk, Battlefield Five, Halo, yeah. Master Chief Collection. And, and you know, Elden yeah. Ring it was a little bit there at the beginning, on par with that, but it never quite went that high. Yeah, like, it, was, it, was, it was never that bad. Wait a minute. It wasn't, on, it, on PC, I heard that it was, it was kind it was, of weird well, like it had issues it was know. uh it was a lot of stuttering a whole lot of stuttering on pc um i think they kind of corrected that with the latest patch i think it's patch 106 or something like that i think they fixed it with that because when i oh we got to kill the killers because when i played that just now it wasn't um oh when i played it a couple of days when i played it sunday it was it was cool everything seemed yeah everything seemed to run normal on, on elden ring but um yeah um you know everybody we all kind of got to stand up with you know when it comes to like the microtransactions the same way we all stood up for um when xbox was trying to make xbox go um trying to double the price we all kind of stood up on that was yeah, like we nah did. we said nah fam and, so and, we all got to do that so that's, that's our responsibility well, i'll say most of us did there were a couple of xbox dudes that were like hey guys you know price increase hasn't happened so you know i'm just like i mean <laughs> you better think, shut up <laughs> i think when it comes to me is I don't want the price increase, but I know yeah. it's inevitable, and there's nothing I can do to stop it. On there too, it's yeah, it's it, inevitable. It's like, it, and especially the the part that sucks the most is being a content creator. Some of these games, like I'm expected to buy, to cover, to review, to stream. Yeah. So I'm in a yeah. shit situation because I have to support the nonsense to get content out because of the nonsense to get content mm. on the nonsense but you know yeah, that's all i'm saying man like you could go out there you could play grand trisma ain't nobody gonna say nothing uh i see the people that love that type of gameplay they're loving it so kudos to you man you got a solid product that is being ran by criminals uh but you know let, let's <laughs> let, let, man let, he said criminals that that's that look man As, hey it is criminal behavior i'll tell you that it's, it's look, very man. egregious yeah, yeah. It, it's it's crazy how they did it but it is what it is let's get to the main event of the all evening right. let's do all it. right so we got two titles we're gonna talk about fable made by playground games and hellblade made by ninja theory uh we had one individual that has worked for both of these developers uh these developers hmm. uh he left playground games and went back to uh uh Ninja, Ninja Theory. Theory yeah. It did seem like he went back. I think that's how I read it. So pretty much he said that, you know, Hellblade is, it's kind of like a little bit of a slow pace. Like he didn't say it was like anything bad over there. He just said it's not moving as fast as they would hope because it is something drastically different. And they, and where they don't have a studio built around RPGs. Cause when you have like from software go from, uh, Sekiro Shadow dies twice to Elden Ring. Regardless if there's two kind of different type of games, they're the same type of gameplay. 
But you have a company such as Playground Games that went from, you know, Grand, uh, uh, Forza Horizon 5, Forza Horizon 4, uh, and now they're going to something like Fable. They have a second studio. You might hire people to go in there, but the studio, when it was built, was not fostered around that particular type of genre. So you're going to have a little bit of hiccups there because it's it's a live and learn kind of thing. Now, they did hire people from Lionhead, uh, ex-Lionhead uh, developers. I hope that community manager didn't get hired because I heard uh, he, he was one of the reasons that Fable was uh, always going downhill because he was always he was always crazy with the promises, man. But, you know, we mm. won't go into him too much. But but he went back to Ninja Theory and, uh, you know, he brought that up. And I'm not saying he's not wrong because he is. Uh, he, he he's right. Uh, I, I would assume that they do have a good amount of people over there that's worked on type of RPGs, but I understand that, you know, when the bulk of the work's probably being worked on people that's made a different type of genre, it's going to be a little bit of, of, a, of a transition. And I think that's what he was really referring to. It's like, he wasn't really trying to say the studio's doing bad. He was saying like, look, it's a little bit slower in progression because they're doing something new. So clearly it's going to have like a form of uh, so new, new it kind of kind of sounds like this guy pulled a Drew Murray, you know. Except he went to one went, company and then went back. He went you know? from a Microsoft company to another uh, Microsoft company. No, but this guy, no, I'm just saying that you know he kind of went went away for a little while and then went back to his original studio well, and he's like, way, I feel more comfortable here. So. The way that it was, he described it is he left around the time that. Uh, that they were about towards the end of uh, Hellblade. And he wanted, he likes the beginning process. He likes being the creative uh, process at the beginning. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Some I could see developers being more creative in that aspect. And he makes a lot of sense when he talks about playground games starting a whole different type of genre. I mean, this is totally new for playground, right? They're going from a racing franchise to a, you know, a, a a third person action adventure essentially uh, you know it's a very different genre a very different game so yeah I, I don't know how that works but i would assume that it would be slower like he said in in uh make, building upon this game but um yeah i i don't know i don't i don't I, you know i can't disagree with the guy it, it, it's probably right you know he's probably 100 percent correct there all right albert g i'm sure you're trolling but we're going to entertain your trolliness Kojima made a new studio and came out with a game with no problems, so it's possible. Um, I'm pretty sure. What game? Mm. What game was Death that? Stranding. Well, uh, I'm pretty oh, sure. Game? I'm yeah. I'm a hundred percent sure that when Sony signed that man's check for him to make Death Stranding, they didn't expect him to make something like Death Stranding. And there's a reason why they didn't sign up for a Death Stranding too, because I'm sure Sony themselves playing that game had no idea what this man was thinking when he made that. Look, people love what that man does, and I get it. I get it. He does quality work, and people love his stuff. I personally feel like he belongs in a straitjacket, but that's just I, me. Oh, man. I'm with you. Oh, I man. personally feel he's a bit overrated, but that's just me. Um, no. Like, some you of know. the – like, it, go back and look at some of those older trailers. Like, this – I will say, I feel like – I feel like Kojima's – visions belong in the movie scene not in the gaming scene i, I think Indeed, he would be yeah. a better director you know, than a game the, developer there's a lot of people that love little caesar's pizza and there's millions of franchises out there and you know it's it's horrible pizza 
Uh, I was going to say it's a million people, it's millions of people who like trash fines. I said, that's what we're going to roll happens. there. All right, cool. It happens. All right. That's all I'm saying. You know. Well, that joint. Oh, it's got awful. It's, it's got awful. <laughs> all right. So um, back, back to up? the Fable thing. Like, you know, first yeah. of all, I want to ask you guys, first, or, or, do you have any kind of concern after hearing this about the Fable franchise? Well, going forward, not the past ones. And second... Uh, when do you think Fable is coming out? Because obviously people thought Ooh. like 2024. Um, I, I I still think 2024, beginning of 2024, is a pretty good, reasonable thing. But we're gonna start with uh with Hustle because uh I don't like the way he just signed. So go 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 Hustle. I'm reading the chat. That's why. Um, no, if you're asking me when this game is coming out, because they got announced um that they were doing this project back in 2018 with the when Microsoft had their Epic E3 when Phil's you know announced in fact they announced the acquisition of Ninja 32. When when we first heard that, I would have figured the joint would have dropped next year sometime, right? But this is you know this is their first time making a game like this because they typically do racing games. According to what you guys are telling me now, because I had no knowledge of this. If I had to guess, I would say 2025, 2026, which kind of goes along with the theory that I've had the whole time. Hey, Microsoft finna do numbers, numbers with Perfect Dark and, and Fable and all these Avowed and all these other games. This is going to be like hit after hit after hit. And hey, look, I don't know if PlayStation or Nintendo are going to be able to withstand. I think I think it'll lead to Microsoft doing great things if those games all live up to the, the hype, at least the hype that I'm putting out there, man, because... I, I think it's going to be dope, but I say 2026, 2022, not 2025. I feel comfortable saying that. I give about another three years. I get another 2025. Three years. I get another oh three years, God. man. Fun. What's up? I'm mean, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Please don't. Yeah, agree with him. I, I kind of agree with him. I kind of agree with Hustle. I think it's going to be yeah, I, I think we we possibly won't even see anything from uh, Fable until 2024. Um, yeah, it, look, the, if this is what he's saying, a developer there, because you, you have to, like, if I'm going to believe anybody, I'm going to believe the developers from the teams and stuff. And if this guy is saying, yeah, it's a slow process over there, it's really moving slow because, uh, you know, this is their first delve into this genre and everything. They're not used to this. Man, and they're saying he's saying that now. That's telling me it's not coming out for some years, bro. Like, man, you guys are bursting my bubble. But I but I was it's not to say it's going to be bad or anything. I was I don't know, but this I was expecting some gameplay by like next year at E three. Yeah, I don't I don't see that happening. Not man, gameplay. If we don't see not gameplay, you might we, see another teaser trailer. No, I don't want to year. see no damn teaser trailer. I want to see game. Might see a fable splash screen with a little fairy <laughs> flying through the place. You know, hold on, hold on, y'all, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hey, uh, fully time in that chat. Hey, don't no perfect dog slander. I will block you in this joint. No perfect dog slander. We slow down. You slow down in that chat. Um, it's, it's, oh, I've, hey, I, I'm sorry, hustle. I got a lot of perfect dark slander, but you know, hey, sir, mm, sir, mm, 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 sir. Hey. Please don't be the first. I guest just to think, I just think there's problems joke. with the initiative. I'll just tell you that much. I think there's problems there. Yeah, the end, yeah nah. You know. Um, if you if you saw the podcast last week, me and Attic was talk about it. I, I'm I'm a little concerned my damn self to be honest mm -hmm. with you. And like that that turnover, that turnover. Like I, we, I guess we'll see turnovers like that in the industry, but we don't really hear too much about it. We don't see see that that often. But when that list came out, it's like that's a big 34. list. Thirty four. 34. That's a lot of people, and, dog. and a lot of them are senior level right. creativity. You know, that yep. is a lot of freaking people. Um, but know, here man. in this situation with Fable, yeah. though, 
at least at playground games, you're not seeing a mass exodus of developers. Mm-hmm. So you just hear this one guy saying, yeah, it's a little slow process. That's expected. But, you know, you're not seeing a bunch of them saying, hey, uh, creativity is being stifled. Um, the, the, the hierarchy there is top down. It's really heavy. And it's, it's a one-man show over there. And it's Daryl Gallagher. He's the only guy. You're not hearing this kind of stuff coming out of Playground, which is a good thing. So this is a very good thing. At least you're not getting that. Uh, that's why I worry about the initiative in Perfect Dark. Yeah, I don't care about Perfect Dark, to be honest mm. with you. Look, I want I'm not the a game, big fan of the game. I want the game to do well because I feel like the initiative has something to prove. But if that game came out and it flopped, it wouldn't bother me. It really would. It would bother the hell out of me. Let me it tell wouldn't you. Bother oh, me. Let me tell you. It, it would bother me only that this is a studio that started with Microsoft and was supposed to be touted originally as a quadruple-A studio. Yeah, it would bother me a lot because... You want to see a brand new studio like this do really well. And I don't care if it was with PlayStation and Haven Studios. I want to see them do do really well as as well, but you know, for me it's 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 about that. It's about, you know, good putting a good product out there. I'm not a massive Perfect Dark fan at all. In fact, I think it's a a budget GoldenEye ripoff, you know. Oh man. I, I think I think Rare <laughs> I think Rare oh, man. Rare tried to capitalize on that kind of genre because, you know, what they did with GoldenEye and they failed, in my opinion, because I didn't like Perfect Dark. I thought it was just not very good. But that uh, said, that the party has just started, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead. Fons. The reboot, the, the the whole reboot. Uh, the only place I was really excited is I was thinking, okay, you know, I'm not a fan of Perfect Dark, but hopefully they make this a third person <laughs> action adventure. I love. And then you saw that it was first person, and I'm like, really? I I first love person again? that hustle. Just Kanye wasted your ass, Fonz. I'm gonna let you finish. Man. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm, I'm a little yeah, finish, yeah, he's, he's Kanye and me, but, but you know, they, you know, at the end of the day, it, it, it doesn't really matter <laughs> because this is just my opinion. Yeah. Um, I I just think that I just want a great product from them. I do want to see a good, perfect, dark game from them, um, and I still hope that. Well, I man. just have my doubts because of the situation at hand, because of what Daryl Gallagher did, bringing in. Uh, his team essentially a bunch of yes men that's the way i view it um he a lot of these creative directors and stuff that have left the studio already were already citing the fact that creativity was being stifled daryl wasn't letting them really have much say he was very heavy-handed in the project he's redirecting the project several times already he's like nope changing the direction of the game that is not a good that's not a good sign and then when he brings a bunch of his guys over that he's used to working with what does that scream it screams i brought a bunch of yes men over to listen to me mm. they're just going to do what i say that's the my that's my assumption it's not I, what could I, be I, happening I, I, I do, it's my assumption i do 100% agree with that uh but it could be one of those scenarios where you get all these people that are used to being head of their divisions that used to being head of entire departments and they were bickering with each other too much. I don't think mm-hmm. that's the case. I, I think it's a little bit of everything. I think, uh, you know, Daryl Gallagher might be a little bit too, it's my way or the highway, but sometimes when the captain steers the ship, right, it works out. It just depends if we can rely on him to steer the ship in the right way. We got to fight all the super draft from Don Hotaku. Perfect dart was, Oh God. Okay. Uh, perfect dart. Perfect dart was better than GoldenEye in every way possible. Fonz bad take, back Don. with the bad take. Uh, is back with the bad takes. Everything is right in the world. 
All hey, of hey, us listen. old heads would disagree with you. GoldenEye Don, is a classic. That Don, Donald Tucker, you are welcome on this podcast anytime, my friend. I swear. Listen, listen, Foss, you 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 bugging. You you wilding. Listen, listen. What what go what what Perfect Dog did after GoldenEye was made it's made it like GoldenEye in space for the chick and the alien that you could play as too. Like, listen, man. With a worse story and worse, uh, worse, you know, just a whole. To me, it just. It was such a cheap, like, knockoff. Like, it just felt like, okay, they put a, a, a chick in space, and here you go. Here's, here's GoldenEye all over, but this time a woman in space. And, and, and it's like, it wasn't the same. To me, GoldenEye holds – I think I have just a bias for GoldenEye because it was one of my favorite games, uh, oh, period. Mine too, like, and I, I got that back on 64. Day. Uh, N64, yeah, all day, man. And uh, it was it was just a fantastic game, in my opinion. And and I just always felt that uh, Perfect Dark wasn't that great. And then the second uh, Perfect Dark game that came out on the 360, I believe, or was it the... Yeah, I believe it was a 360. It wasn't very good at all. That was even worse. I felt like so, Xbox did a really bad job at coming out the gate with those franchises in good ways. Like, if you look at it... Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, a lot of people feel like that's the worst by far. That was the first game out the gate. Then you got the mm-hmm. new Perfect Dart. That was the first one out the gate. Like, I feel like if you let people work on these titles, I've been a very big advocate on Banjo Kazooie. I know I'm like, I know I'm hated for that, and that's fine. I will be that villain that everyone needs. I will be the one that's standing at the top of the gate, and I've kidnapped half of the board to make my Banjo Kazooie. Like, look, at the end of the day, Regardless how bad your kazooie, it does or does not turn out. You know what else we're going to talk about today? We're going to talk about Hellblade. Uh, we've got a little bit of bad news in terms of Fable. Oh. And I wouldn't even say it's bad news. It's just, I don't you know, think it's bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just... interpreted news, just depending on how you feel that it went. But I feel like we got some good news from Hellblade because the same individual said that he feels like the combat in Hellblade has been overhauled dramatically. Uh, Thank much. goodness. That's what he said. Holy crap, was that combat in the first oh. game so bad? In my opinion, Hellblade. I I, I couldn't even finish it because the, to me it's it's very dull. It's it. I'm not a big puzzle in game puzzle fan anyway. And the puzzles in that game, matching up those things, uh, the the signs and stuff, it's just dumb to me. And then and then the combat was very lackluster. I've always like mm. I'm not the biggest fan of Hellblade because like it, it messes with my mental thing with like the whispering and stuff, but <laughs> like I've always felt like what stands out with that game in particular is, you know, the 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 talking in the the ears. Like I feel like it should be one of those things where that's the direction that the puzzles go through where you hear whispering and, and stuff like that like that's what they need to build on. They, it, it, yeah. I think the combat, if you take good combat and you put that in Hellblade, I feel like that game would have drastically improved. Been better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would have finished it, you know? I, 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 I can't, <laughs> I can't oh, get through that game. I, I can't, man. It, it, that combat is not good. And that was the very first thing I said when, when I heard Hellblade 2 was being in production. I said, hopefully they change that combat. And it, it looks like that's what they're doing big time. I mean, they 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 had everybody, including uh, Melina, um, but I- including the uh, some of the developers, even get in there in, in mocap suits and train actual mixed martial arts and stuff. So they are actually training to do all this stuff. So they got a better understanding on how to create this stuff, how to implement it within the the combat of the game. That is exciting news. 
So mm. for some reason, I feel like I might not be the biggest fan of Hellblade, but I feel like Hellblade Two about to come out, and it's about to come I, out like in hit. Yeah, I think so too. I, th- I think this is a situation where the sophomore outing will be the better of the two for sure. I feel like, all right, let, let's take the original studios they bought, like with three four three and them. I feel like three four three is going to eventually correct the shit for Halo. Hopefully, it's not too late. Um, you know, just depends on what they do. They can always get the people back. It's just they're going to need something drastic to get them back. But but let's uh, you know with three four three the the only. <sighs> Man, I, I'm still on my hate train a bit with 343. Even though I liked Halo Infinite's campaign, I thought it was very good. Uh, it was a solid uh, outing, you know. But I think a lot of that had to do with um, bringing back, uh, what's his name, uh, Joseph Staten. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as long as he stays at the helm, it could be a good thing. It, 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 it should be a good thing. But if he were to step back or be pulled off and, and 343 goes its own way, I think they'll slide again. Because right now, I mean, if you look at it, Halo Infinite was finished. Uh, by the time it was finished, the development team consisted of 30 to 50% of just uh, people they had from outside sources. They weren't even part of 343. They were just brought in to help. 30 to 50% of the development team was like that. So I, I don't know what's going on now with them, but yeah, you're right. And then, uh, but I think I think with Ninja Theory... Ninja Theory has grown exponentially under Xbox, and Ninja Theory has always had some great games under their belt. They've got a great pedigree. Just because I didn't like Hellblade doesn't mean I didn't like their older games. Hell, I just put out a tweet last night talking about Heavenly Sword. I loved Heavenly Sword. It wasn't the best game out there mechanically or anything, but damn, it was good. It was a lot of good fun. Got a $5 super chat from Tona Taku. Ninja Theory are combat gods. But it was clear they skipped over it because of the budget and small team. I have faith that uh, Hellblade 2 will correct that. Now, look, let's talk about the studios, all right? Like I said, I think Bungie will eventually – not Bungie. I think 343. Well, they'll eventually correct the ship. Now, regardless if there's a game there to save once they save it, uh, you know, it's debatable. Now, I've always felt like it doesn't matter. All this talks nice, but if they do what they're supposed to, they'll get those players back. It just – the longer it takes, the less chance they have of the biggest result. All right. They, yeah. Then we talk about, gear, uh, you know, uh, people who make gears. Uh, the coalition. The coalition. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They're, I feel they're like, not in trouble at all, bro. Yeah, I, coalition I feel like, is just fine. I feel like they, they put the entire Xbox One generation on their back. <laughs> like mm-hmm. That whole you Xbox One. Uh, I believe Compulsion is going to come out with a, a solid game. I don't know if it's going to be like amazing or anything but i think people are going to enjoy it i think that obsidian's going to hit out the park every time I, i've mm-hmm. never re- that might be Obs- their best studio like obsidian the is their insomniac in my opinion <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. I think, oh I think, okay that's hold on hold on hold on Eddie, hold on Fonz, now that's high praise now see yeah that's because if you look at if, okay so here's here's the thing just like insomniac they put out a lot of good product quality product all the time so Obsidian okay. has put out a lot of games underneath. Avowed uh, most likely is coming out next year. And, and yep. they uh they just had a game like two years ago. Yep. And 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 they're always winners, man. Uh, Obsidian, mm. in my opinion, they they have done no wrong in gaming. Like I, I like all Dude, their games that if, I've played. If you look at it, okay, so they made Couture 2, 
They made the best Fallout ever. They made Fallout New Vegas. They made South Park Stick of Truth, which is a phenomenal game. They, 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 and then their Pillars of Eternity is Mm -hmm. considered to be the best in that genre. And then, you know, you have The Outer Worlds, which a lot of people feel is Fallout in space better. And then you're going to have something like, you know, Avowed. Avowed's supposed to be their answer to the Elden Rings, uh, Elder Scroll type of games. Now, regardless if they pull that off, that's debatable. And I feel like there's a good chance we see their stuff this year at E3. Whatever that that conference is going to be. I feel like... They, you know what's crazy? They actually have a really solid year, if you think about it. As long, unless they butcher this and don't show none of this stuff. We're definitely going to see Starfield. We're going to most likely see Avowed. And what else? We might see Compulsions game. Because I would yep. say that's probably coming close to getting done. It's it's a good time, man. Like Regardless what's going on with Fable, we might see Fable a little longer. It's okay to wait for Fable as long as they're giving us stuff till then. I think that's been the biggest issue of Xbox is they want us to wait, but they don't want to give us anything to wait with. Uh, mm. You know, we might see a new Fallout, uh, like uh, Lord Metro put in there, because clearly, uh, you know, Jeff Grubb, shout out to him, he said that, uh, you know, there was talks in maybe doing a sequel to Fallout New Vegas. Now, well, would you like them to be more like Sony in the respect where they show games uh, years out, like Wolverine, you know? I would be okay with that as long I'm as, okay with it. I would be okay with that as long as they get their look, you get one CGI scene with me. One CGI trailer. That's what you revealed yeah. the game with. That's the yep. fables. That's the uh the outer worlds too. But if you show that sucker again, I want to yes. see gameplay with it. <laughs> yes. Exactly. That's how I feel too. However, uh, you know, then you're going to be called, uh, a, you know, a hypocrite because of Bethesda and the way they work their thing. Uh, they will show you hardly anything, and then they'll talk about the game forever, and then they won't show gameplay till six to eight months out before the game releases. And that's just how they've always done things, going back to even, you know, Skyrim, uh, for instance. I think they maybe. finally showed gameplay in, at the end of February before it came out that November. And That's then, when they showed any gameplay. Darren Hussle, we said we got Contraband next year. So, you know, we look, Xbox is in a good place. Now, I know that, you know, we got to see the games. They got to execute them right. But as of right now, even with what they're doing, they've done a good job of entertaining us. They've done a good job of showing us quality titles that came out like Psychonauts. Like, clearly, they didn't buy trashy studios. They bought good studios that can make good products. It just Iconauts de- was a game of the year contender yeah, last it just, year. It just depends on can they elevate these studios? Can can they nurture these studios with money and talent buying with the money where it's going to make these studios produce better content? So we got a $10 super chat from Donataku. People put Insomniac on a too high of a pedestal. Insomniac nah. just started putting out good games that weren't ratchet, uh, ratchet games. Obsidian has never made a bad game and consistently put out games. I will agree with you. I actually feel like Obsidian's a better game than Insomniac. That's just me. Because slow down. I, that, that's slow look, down. Look, no, but let, 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 hold on. Hold on. Hold, hold on. Let, let me. Hey, he's got, right. He could have look, that opinion. Okay. As far as doing what they do, Insomniac is well known for making platforming games. The Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. And I would say Spider-Man's a platform to, to an extent. 
it, it, it's it's kind of like a freeloading platformer where you know you you you're swinging through the city instead of like going on one by but you got to get what i'm saying everything blurs the line between platforming and action adventure even with ratchet and clank it blurs those lines it, and so see they do what they do well but if you look at something like Very obsidian well. they have done rpgs in every category and hit it out the park every time it's not yes. something that's a little bit like regardless how you feel about somniac they make good games but they do have occasional okay that was a good game such as like um um what's that game they made for xbox um, um, you talking about uh? Oh, I, I just Over, played that game. Oh too. yeah, Sunset Overdrive. Sunset, Sunset Overdrive. Overdrive. Game was Which good. Was trash in my opinion. Game yep. was good, but it wasn't nothing special. And Microsoft nah, at that like time it. needed something special. They didn't get that from the Ratchet and Clank. Those are okay games, but they're not that kind of games. Let's be real here. They're fun games to play with. There's nothing special about Ratchet and Clank games. Uh, Spider Man. But, but, but the one thing they have with all their games you can say that because i mean those are opinions right they, these are just our opinions i didn't even like sunset overdrive but what even sunset overdrive has is quality there is that polishing quality mm -hmm. that insomniac continuously put out um same thing goes for uh you know uh obsidian and, and, as well though and I agree, they do the same thing i agree with the quality uh i will say that Insomniac has better quality than than Obsidian because Obsidian makes great games, but sometimes they're buggy. So I do think that brings the the quality down a little bit. But quality, yeah. The thing is, like, what I'm talking about Obsidian is like, you know, they're making a game in space that's an RPG. They're making a turn based grid space that's an RPG. They're making, yeah. uh, they 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 made um that that kind of like treasure honer Diablo type of style, Pillars of Eternity. I'm pretty sure that's how that kind of game is. I don't know. Don't don't don't. Don't fact check me. I've never played that game. You see the different specters that they're making on this. They're not just making, you know, Sunset Overdrive. Let's be real here. They took the foundation of Sunset Overdrive and adapted it and made Sp uh, Spider-Man. That's how they made Spider-Man. They, yeah. they took the experience of making Sunset Overdrive, adapted it, and like, now let's have him slinging across the world instead of grinding on rails. So yeah, they um, took that Eric, kind of... I was going, was well, no, my fault. No, I was gonna mention that too because I did a video on um like Insomniac and how consistent they are. And no, for not for nothing, man. They they took you know the the weapon elements and from I think it was Resistance that they made, and they implemented and it implemented it stuff like that into Sunset Overdrive and then later on Spider Man. So you know, like the the, the praise is well due, man. The, the praise is definitely well due. I mean, look, I'm not no Xbox head, but if I were, that would that's one of the studios that. You know, if if they ever came up for sale, but you, they they won't now because uh, PlayStation got them for two hundred thirty million. But yeah, th them the ones you go after for real, man. Th them the ones you, that you go after because they they've proven that they can make a game that's kind of serious and a game that isn't so serious. Right. Um, it, 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 they make the the dope, goofy games and they can make the the, the more hey, but serious games. Yes, bro, X Xbox though, when you think about Obsidian and you think about. <laughs> Bethesda and all the teams they have now under their belt, they have Western RPGs on lock, bro. They do. The only people oh, they're sure. missing that make serious Western RPGs is, I would say, the people that make Divinity. Uh, mm. They're missing them. Uh, they're missing CD Projekt. Or regardless how you feel about their last game, they're still a very mm. competent Witchers, RPG yeah. developer. It's mm. just I feel like they got too ambitious for Cyberpunk, and stuff kept going wrong, and they eventually – it got to the point where politics took over and they were just set out to draw to die. Like 
it's just like, look, like, regardless what's going on, it's just a good time in gaming right now. We got games coming out from everyone. Uh, I feel like, you know, we're going to see God of War next year. It's going to be a good, like, this year, we're in March, about to go into April. And it's already, yep. we've already been hit with, with Elden Ring, probably one of the best games that's come out in years. We was yep. hit with Dying Light 2. I know a lot of people had issues, but I love Dying Light 2. Triangle Strategy was a great game. Like, there's literally been a great game every week. We got Horizon Forbidden West that was that was clapped by Elden Ring. Like, we got all of these <laughs> amazing experiences that's just there that we don't normally. You know what's funny is, like, so I, I, my girlfriend, she was like, she's like, you're playing a lot of games here lately. I'm like, I had to assure her, look. This doesn't happen all the time, okay? Like, no, it doesn't. Uh, I was like, I was like, I can promise you. Usually, this happens in November, but it's not to this degree. Like, but we got so many games within a three-week basis; it was insane. Bro, at the end of the year, you're going to get games like Gotham Knights, Starfield, um, Hogwarts Legacy. There's going to be so many games at the end of the year that you're. It's going to be the same situation as the beginning. This might be insane. But not only that, though, y'all. Like, yo, in a couple of days, Kirby's, you know, I almost said Kirby's Dreamland. That's that's the retro army talking. Kirby's the Kirby, the new <laughs> the new Kirby game is coming out, and and one of the games that we didn't mention at all, um, the, you know, that y'all didn't mention, right? You know. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Shredder's Revenge. Yeah, be be on the lookout, because I'm telling you, that, that game going to be up there, too. Unless, unless if the thing fall off a cliff, that game going to be up there, too. So there, yeah. there's a lot to, like, really look forward to. Um, They said God of War was supposed to came out this year. It's but not, that's not going yeah, I just oh, saw I think it'll be out. No. It'll be out nah. at the end of the year. I'd be very oh, hey, surprised. Hey, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Oh, a lot fine. of it, a lot of what God of War it was built upon was you know older assets anyway. They, they, they the foundation was already there. The thing is uh, with 2018, so I I can't see this game being pushed and pushed back very the, much at all. The reason like, I feel like that is because I said it last year. Sony is not the type of studio, the company anymore to release games in November, October. They kind of leave that for the other stuff, and I feel like. I mean, it's possible we. But can Sony's get... changing, man. Sony might be might They're be changing, doing a little different. But until now. I see that change with this particular yeah. thing, I have to assume that they're going to at E three, whatever their E three thing is, they're going to show right. God of War with like a February release date. Okay. Uh, let me let me tell. You, I'll give you I'll give you a date. I think it's going to be dropping. I'll give you the exact date. Oh, it sounds like you know um, something. What's up with this? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just <laughs> checking my calendar here. I'm going to say that this game drops October 28th this year. October 28th. Got a war. That is a Friday. October 28th. It's a Friday. Hmm. All right, I'm going to put in my calendar right now. <laughs> yeah, if I'm right, then I... Uh, Hold yeah, on, put in my calendar right now. Where, October 28th. October 28th is, is, is my... Uh, my my uh, my guess. All right, so God of War. We're gonna go to October. Ragnarok. October twenty eighth. I think they're gonna the push day it. Fawns loses. Loses. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then we'll go ahead and put yours in February, and and see who wins that. Okay, so I will say February the eleventh. No, the, the, Hustle, the 10th, you got a the date? 10th, the 10th. 
the day For God of War. Yeah, God of War. Wins. Give a date. Whenever you think it might come Ooh, out. This year, okay. or next year. February tenth, twenty twenty-three. Well, if I had to guess, um, what what comes out for PlayStation in November this year? Nothing, right? If I, if if it does come out this year, and I had to guess, I'll take a look at my calendar as I do this. It'll be their big. Uh, Ooh, but they don't really come, go, they don't really drop in November though, bro. They're gonna go up against Starfield. Oh, yeah, but they don't really drop in November. When the last time they dropped? Didn't they drop in like September the last? They time? usually drop early, you know, in the year, springtime. They're big games. March, right? When they March? When okay, yeah, February, so, March, yeah. Well, we ain't really saying nothing about it. But if I had to guess, if if and they ain't worried right, about no damn chat, Starfield, chat, put in. I, I'd say November. Put. I, I would say uh, November eighteenth. That's my nephew's birthday. That's put, what I'm saying. Okay. Put in the chat what day you think God of War is coming out. Put 2022 or put 2023. Hustle's putting a Breath of the Wild on on, uh, Starfield. He said, God of War is going to hit the week after Starfield drops. Man, ain't nobody tripping off no damn Starfield. All right. You you saw what the last one did. We 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 all saw what the last uh, God of War did. Let's not do that. Let's not. Come on, y'all. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, Bethesda, when it comes to their their games like this, they they do numbers because Starfield's it's a lot of casual out. fans. That Starfield's going to come Bethesda. out and smack God of War straight to the yeah. Ground. It would smack God of oh, War when it comes to <laughs> oh when it comes to oh, copies man. sold. You're talking Steam. You're talking Microsoft. You're talking Game Pass numbers. It's going to destroy anything else. Fonz, give me Everybody an exclusive. Give me an exclusive. <laughs> Uh, I don't have an exclusive, but I'm just telling you from Bethesda's (laughs) pedigree, what we know of their games when they drop their big games, their fallouts, their Elder Scrolls, it doesn't matter when they drop so many casuals play their games. And that's, that's what it's about, man. You hit that casual market to home run. Let's have just like a a thing that's never going to happen, but let's do it. God of War, Starfield come out the same year. Who wins? Oh, the oh, same Starfield. day. In numbers, the same, same day. Starfield. Who wins that? And we're talking no, just numbers. No, no. Who Starfield. wins that month? Who wins that month in sales? Starfield? You think uh, Starfield? I think God of War beats it in sales. I don't. Facts. You know why? Here's the thing. God I think of War Game 2018. Hurt here's the here's the thing. Sales. God of War 2018 was fresh. It was something new. Everybody's seen what's to come of Ragnarok, and it looks like the same old, right? It looks like exactly like what we got from 2018. There's not much difference there. There's nothing really refreshing coming with this game. But with Starfield, you are getting something refreshing. Bethesda is creating a brand new IP for the first time in so many years. That is the key here. And and again, casuals love Bethesda just, RPGs. Look, bro. look, if Starfield has love the kind them. of caliber of Elden Ring, then yes, it will probably outsell it. But to me, Starfield is going to be Starfield that. is going to be in Game Pass day and date, so that's going to hurt the the Xbox sales a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's going to sell very well on PC. We know they always do. I'm just skeptical because I know that God of War is going to be on PlayStation, and and and, and it got so much hype from the original one. Uh, we got a five dollars super chat from Donald Taku. If God of War Ragnarok hits like Forbidden West did, aka more of the same, it's not even touching Starfield. I, I disagree. It's not. Disagree. It's not, bro. Oh yeah, if God. this was if this was God of War 2018, it's different because again, that freshness does a lot for people. Yeah, like I, that brand new I new did, thing, you I know, did, when, when it comes to games, and, that's what does something for people. And, and I, Starfield is that new new. That's what people want. I think you, it, I'm telling you, you will agree, uh, Fonz. Uh, I, I was. I think we said it last week. It's like look, like 
I think Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be an amazing game. God of War Ragnarok is going to be an amazing game. But you can only do that. I'm switching shit up one time. Facts. They're not going to get mm. that benefit of the doubt Facts. the second time around. Yeah, exactly. You're going to hear a lot of, this game's amazing, but it's more God of War. <laughs> and the, exactly. It's more 2018 God of War. In fact, a lot of the assets look it's ex- exactly the same. And, and people... That does resonate with people. Is like, how much more am I going to get from this game opposed to the last? I have that same feeling with Horizon Forbidden West right now. It's just more of Horizon Zero Dawn. That's all it is. It may look better because of the you know resolution and stuff, but at the end of the day, a lot of the assets are pretty the same. The animations and stuff, we've seen them on Twitter. They've done a side-by-side comparison. They used a lot of the same assets. It, it's what they do. I mean, this is what developers do, and the same thing for God of War. But that that freshness does play a lot into Hustle these games when they drop. Hustle is done with us. Look at him. He's no, no, it's not that. It's not that. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. Look, I, I get it. I, I do think. It wasn't that. I think, you know, God of War comes out this year. That's going to be a great year. I don't think uh, it is, uh, you know, regardless. God of War is going to be phenomenal. Bro, don't get me wrong. I think Ragnarok is going to be fun as hell. I loved 2018. It deserved to be game of the year. Even though I, I prefer Red Dead Redemption 2 that year, I liked it better, and that was my game of the year. I still think God of War deserved it over Red Dead 2 because of how many people it, it really in, it deserved you know, it because it was just it. the better game. I don't agree, but <laughs> but but I, I'm I look. I, it doesn't hurt me at all because I loved God of War as well. God of War was phenomenal, but I'm not going to get that same fresh feeling from God of War in yeah, this new one coming out. It's, it's the same. It's going to be the Dude, same. Dude, when you with start Breath of the Wild, did you play Horizon Forbidden West? No. As you're playing it, you're like, this isn't new, bro. This is Zero Dawn all over again. Zero. There's dawn. nothing new here. They put a grapple hook in that you could barely use anyway. It's like, oh man, like seriously, like I, I there's nothing really fresh about it. All right, well, well, listen, listen here, you, you bots. I'm oh. worried about God of War. And I, I think it's going. I'm not I, worried about it. It's going to do numbers. I think it's, it's going to do, I think but it ain't going to do Starfield them. numbers. See, see, what, what's gonna, what's gonna happen, hustle, is the Goku is going to be Starfield. And Jerry oh, is, is 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 God of War, and the fight was good. But at the end of the day, you know who won that fight. Like, <laughs> look at what Elden Ring's done. It it puts something fresh into the series, and it's it's doing numbers, and it's doing more numbers than Sony games. And 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 of course, it's on pace to pr- probably do the best numbers this year out of any game until Starfield. I would say. I think Starfield has a chance to be that game to really take over in the numbers game. And, and I think it's going to sell like gangbusters. This is the first new IP from Bethesda. People are clamoring for this so hard. You had Sony guys fighting for this game before saying, no, nah, this is going to be exclusive to Sony. Yeah, forget what they're saying now. All the negative talk, they can't wait to play this game either. They can't wait. All right, so there, there, there is no way in hell that joint is up. My fault. My fault. Adam. There ain't no way in hell that joint out selling Elden Ring. And I ain't no Elden Ring fan, as y'all oh know. No, no, that Elden Ring just did like twelve million in like a month. Oh that's, my god! And like, two like weeks, Call of Duty bro. numbers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That, that's insane. But no, no, no. It's, that's not gonna happen. No, I th- I think it could because you're talking about being sold on Steam as well. I mean, this game isn't just gonna be you know delegated to one platform. This is also gonna be on PC as well. 
I'm telling you, bro, the power of Bethesda compels you. The power of Bethesda compels you. Bro, we'll see. The power of Bethesda will compel you. And 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 that's just it. The casual market is king. And the casual market the loves the power Bethesda of games. Bethesda compels you. There I feel you like go. he's spraying a little holy water my way. It's not gonna work, man. It's not gonna work. It's not working? Nah. It's not working a little, a little. Nah. <laughs> nah. Mm-mm. We got I, a $2 I, super I, chat from Splendiferous. Will God of War have bugs on release? And if so, uh, what's meta? I don't know what that meta. Oh, what's, the, what's the Metacritic score? Oh, now meta, I answered uh, that. I think I put 96. What, what, I put 96 what, what, did you say 96? I sure did. You, you did, really God, the, I mean, did, you really wait, wait, on the did, God of War? Didn't the Last of Us Part 1 Oh, God of War? <laughs> Bro. It'll be it, it'll be lower than tw- it'll be lower than 2018. It oh. it'll hit. I what did God of War 2018 hit? Yo. 95. Hit 95. Yo. It'll be 91. You need to stop, Castle. You're killing Y'all me. 91. You're killing me. Y'all wild. Oh, no, we we okay. gotta we gotta you know we're gonna close this. And again, minutes. it's because of the fresh the, the freshness <laughs> hold on, hold on, thing. Hold on, hold on. It, uh, that's oh, a big factor in these games, bro. Uh, we got we got brand a, new IPs always. We got a uh, Jigga J been a member for nine months. What up, Jigga? God of War is getting slapped in the face with baby powder by Starfleet. Oh, man. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, and I love God of War. We got a $2 Super Chat from Gregory Allen, man. Put put something in there, man. You can always say something. We got a $2 Super Chat from John Otaku, but Breath of the Wild 2 smack it. Any game in sight. That's your opinion. It might not be wrong. That's your opinion. It might not be wrong. We got one. a $5 Super Chat from Lady Sand just putting it out there. God of War isn't for pre-order yet this year. Yet for Spoken... Or Forsaken, or whatever that game's called, oh, for coming second. out in October is. How you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, that's true. Fonts. Yeah, no, nah, we ain't heard nothing from it. In fact, um, as we were all, as we all were talking, I had saw something on Twitter. Somebody had posted like a picture. Now I don't take too much. You know, I don't take too much into that. But, um, Attic, I will. Well, I'll retweet. Y'all follow me on Twitter. Uh, Y'all see it. Yeah. So it, it's just, uh, you know, hey, we ain't heard nothing yet. I mean, hopefully we'll hear something at E3, and then you know, hit us with a surprise drop. But Sony, like that's Bethesda, what I do think. that thing. Well, but you know, Bethesda does that, but Sony yeah. don't really do that. So that's I, I, I think. I think you're gonna the next time they show God of War, which will be by E3 time around, you know, June. Uh, they're gonna talk about it, and they're gonna hit you with that date, and it's gonna be October 28th. All right. Yeah. So we well, got- I hope so. We got a five dollars switch from Gregory Allen. God of War will sell more than Starfield because of the two God of Wars nope. have has the larger install base. Nope. I don't know what that no, nope. it don't. It will not 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 I when it, the power part, of Bethesda man. compels y'all. I'm telling you, bro. You got it. The power of Bethesda. It, it, I'm, you need dude, to get like a spray bottle, man. Every time need, <laughs> you know what I need? I need a shirt that says the power of Bethesda compels you because it's true, bro. Mm. It, history dictates this, bro. Look at the, all the ES uh, games, all the Fallout games. Yo, they sold like gangbusters, need, and, and and then they were Game of the Award winners. You bro. need winners. Have, you need to have Game someone, of the Year awards. You need to have someone say that, and you need to get a sound saying that. Like someone yeah, funny saying that, like yeah. someone with like a, an accent or something like that. It just said the, uh, the power of. I'll Bethesda talk to Gaz. Compels. I'll have Gaz <laughs> say it or something. You mm. know, record that. Okay, so we um, we got a two dollars per trap from playing uh, from Flame. I love this side of Fawn's power of Bethesda. We got a two dollars yeah, super chat from Dawn to talk hustle wildin Ragnarok and ninety three max. We we'll got see. a two dollars super we'll chat see. for Hamslow Gaming. Do you think Xbox Games 
uh, uh, XGP Xbox Game Pass will have Steam sticks before uh, Starfield. No, I don't think that. Uh, we have a four-month member rail saying for spoken is is infamous 4.5 oh you know man. What, man you might Jeez. be on to something there all right we're going to end this with, with one hope thing not. real quick yeah, this, this was a great show we're going to end this <laughs> yeah, with one fun. thing because hustle almost killed me he needs to be brought up on charges because he almost What's killed me. you almost got hit with manslaughter hustle oh so shit. we're gonna we're gonna end this with what everyone thinks god of war ragnarok's getting in a metacritic score Go hustle. 96. 96. If, let me, let me, oh let me, my let me, god. Well, let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and say why. If, if listen, the story I'm not worried about. Story I ain't worried about. But if they improve on everything that was a misstep before, just like with the last of us two, regardless of what people may think about it. If everything is elevated and everything is fixed, they don't have no choice but to go up. But, but the story is what what is the only thing that can really change here because everything else is the same. The gameplay is the same. It's 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 just God of War twenty eighteen. They can elevate the gameplay. Yeah, they can elevate. What that putting gameplay. in a grapple hook that they you can barely use like Horizon Forbidden West tried? It didn't work, bro. Hey, hey, hey I can't. I, so it's I, I also right. Yes, <laughs> you damn right. I'm right. Who put no in the? Oh, somebody put no in that chat. I shout out to y'all. I feel nah, y'all. I, I feel I, that. I, <laughs> No, but you know, you're not crazy because 96 can happen. I mean, God of War is a phenomenal no, franchise, crazy. phenomenal don't, game. Don't but, encourage but I don't think, but I don't think it's happening. I think the the highest it'll get, like like somebody said, like a 93. I think it would be the highest, but God, I think it's going to hit about 91. And 91 is phenomenal. That's a great score. But of course, of course. it's it, this is the sophomore outing. Uh, look, Last of Us, in my opinion, even though Metacritic, it's totally wrong. It wasn't a better game. Uh, Last of Us 2 was not the better game. Last of Us 1 kicks its ass uh, in story, for sure. All right. um, but as for mechanics and gameplay, yes, it had it. Uh, it was way better. Um, but God Awards, it's not really changing up there with mechanics and so gameplay. What, what and that's the, that's, that's the issue. That's the 91, question. 91, 91. 91. Oh, that's reasonable 91. hustle. When people hit me with that 96, you expect that to get up there with Elden Ring? The greatness of Elden Ring. Listen, let, let me say this. Let me say this. Kratos, Kratos and Atreus going to push your, going to push Thor's, they're going to pill his cap. I, I, I had to really watch my language because I forgot mm. why I was for a second. They're they going to pill his cap back. Y'all saw he pulled up on him. You know, he, he at the house waiting for him right now. When you boot the joint back up, you know what time it is. Hey, listen, listen. I think I, I think it's gonna do better than the last one. Yo, I definitely think it's gonna fun. sell way hey, more too. By hey, the way, hey, Blade by X, way. hey, Blade X. At least the grapple hook in Halo, you could actually use that. Yo, all right, yo, that's yo, all fun. I'm gonna say. You, if, if you well, ever, if you ever want, if you ever want to to be disappointed, just think that uh, God of War is getting a 96 on Metacritic. So, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, I yeah, think but, you know, I think it's good. I'm gonna knock hustle. He's, he's, no, he's no, a smart guy. He's just wrong here today, but he's a smart guy. I think it's gonna get like, I think it's gonna get in the high 80s, like 88, 89. I don't even think it's mm. gonna crack the 90s. I really don't, because I think one of the biggest things that made it what it was was because it was new. It was different. Yep. And Facts. I think that dev- uh, reviewers aren't giving it that that out this time. I also feel like they're only doing. This is the last game. There's not going to be a trilogy. There's not going to be a third game of in well, yeah, this scene. Yeah. So to me, you still have Odin, you have you have uh, Thor. Keep in mind, 
Corey yep. Barlog isn't directing this. Someone else is directing. Yeah, this. someone. So I, so the I feel like name. you're going yeah. to have a lot of, a lot of cramming it, the story. Like we're gonna cram whatever we can that makes sense because we're not doing a third game. Like well, it would be different. They have to. Yeah. It'd be different if this game. If they're having three games, this game you fight. Oh, uh, that you fought Thor, and the next game you fought Odin. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, how many trolls are we going to fight again and again? Oh, and man. Again, oh, come right? on now. How many come trolls on, are we going to get? Even though I had no problem with it, but that, that was a recurring yeah. theme in the first game. Uh, look, the game is going to be fun. It's going to be phenomenal. It's, it's got a War 2018 again. Um, but it doesn't just it doesn't have that freshness, man. And, and that is a key factor to getting those high scores. Um, Addict's right. We, we saw it. It was brand new for God of War. And we we're like, wow, this is incredible. This is where God of War needed to go. And that is why it got that 95. That is why it got that Game of the, the uh, game of the Year award. Um, Starfield is going to have it in spades. Elden Ring has it in spades. We'll see what happens, you know. Yeah. Um, but let, let me get these super chats so we can get up out of here. We had two last year. Splendiferous. Power of Bethesda will make so many... Uh, so uh sony, sony, uh, sony little ponies man. oh sony ponies no, sony ponies by little man get it right it's the power of bethesda <laughs> will compel you yeah we got a five dollar super chat from lady sand fonz isn't lying my first bethesda game will actually be starfield based on the last roundable they had i love when i'm hearing about hardcore rpgs we got yes. a five dollar super chat from john otaku God of War Ragnarok gonna have more than three mob enemies, so it'll be better than the first, but it won't be a fresh anymore. So ninety one, we got a five. He's with me. A five dollars super chat from Artemis or butchered it. It's cool. We're moving past this. God of War. Oh, Artemis. Artemis. Yeah. We'll get a ninety six when they have Thor kill Kratos with a golf club. (laughs) (laughs) With the golf club, I mean hammer. You, uh, That's and funny. you play as Thor half the game. That's cool. <laughs> hey, God, I hate y'all. Yo, hey, Rodimus, you a legend for that one. That, that's wild, oh my boy. God. Let me recover. Nah, I, I, hey, I think, guess I think what? Sony Santa Monica learn from Tony Bro, mistake. bro, no, no. Nah. Thor, Thor's going to take off that hood, and it's going to be Abby with a hammer. Watch. <laughs> I mean, they both got the Watch. same. Ooh, shut up. They're built the same, bro. They're built the same. You can't say that here. As far as you can't say that here either. If I can't say it here, you can't say it here. Right, stop right, it. Right. Yo, you Boy. guys got to stop. Boy, <laughs> she, she didn't deserve this. But it's, okay. I don't know, man. Fonz, uh, since we since we all about to get up out of here, it's a blast having you on, man. You got to come back sometime, man. Oh, of I'm course, just... bro. I love well, kicking it with you guys, the good bro. Thing it's about, the good thing about us moving to Wednesday is like Fonz isn't doing another podcast right afterwards so no <laughs> yes yeah so you know uh appreciate everyone coming through man where we talk about the past present and future of gaming i forgot to say that at the beginning but it's cool i said it at the end uh we got fawns here man where people can catch you at what's going on i know we did it at the beginning but that don't matter yeah. we're doing it now all right fawns gaming right here on youtube um yeah uh catch me there uh I, i'm doing my podcast every sunday and uh yeah games talk live uh, we'll go one on one with uh, community members, industry folks, uh, whoever I can get on the show. Basically, what, that'll say I'll come. Anybody with a with, with a pulse, all right? I'll I'll take anyone. When's um, hustle getting the invite? You know, I oh. gotta get you on hustle. I gotta yeah, get sure, you why on because we're gonna have a fun. I have fun with everybody I bring on. It don't matter who comes on. We we have a good time, and uh, hustle is is gonna be a phenomenal guest. I gotta do it. Hustle, 
Let's do it, so, man. Let's do it. Hey. Two two o'clock Sundays, two o'clock my time, which is uh, West Coast. Hopefully, oh, we okay. can do that sometime. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yes, uh, catch me there, and also uh, RDX Tuesdays on Dealer Gaming's channel. And, and shout hustle, out to Dealer D Batch and the rest of the squad. Over hustle there, and motivate. Yep. What, what's what's going on with you, man? What what, what do you got cracking this week? Well. Uh, I plan on streaming Super Mario RPG on Friday on my Twitch channel, right? But uh, I know we got to talking about a few other games, and there's one other game that kind of had my attention before Attic, and we spoke about this before. Um, the Outer Worlds. I think I might start that up. And if I like it, if I like it enough, I'm, I'm going to do a stream. I'm going to try to stream for like four hours, right? It's RPGs. I know it's going to take some time to pick up. It's a if great I game. can get four hours there. If I can get four hours in on that joint. Oh, and look, y'all keep saying it's a great game. All right, cool. We'll see. We'll see. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> I will be the judge of that. What's cool I'll... is uh, the companions in that game and stuff. It, it's mm-hmm. it's the, the the dynamic there where you uh, you pick up different companions. They're, they're all really cool. They all got their own little attributes and stuff and, and, and stuff that they do, and, and they bring a lot to the table. It's 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 a fun game, really fun game. Thank, thank you, Lady Sam, for that. Yeah, I definitely needed a haircut. I, I do want to say this. I, I will I will postpone Super Mario RPG because I had something called the Super Six that I was going to do. But I am, and I really do want to play um the Outer Worlds, even if it's just the first one and not the DLC. I do want to play that just to see. Good games, man. You know, you know what? Just see if it was hit before, man. You know I got to try like, it. I got Game like, Pass. If you do like the Outer Worlds, what I like is mm-hmm. when you do the expansions, like when you look, bring up the quest log, they, they glow in different colors. Like one expansion will go like green, one expansion will go red. So like it tells you, look, this is what this has to do with this expansion, mm. and this has to do with this expansion. And what's cool is like the, originally it wasn't like this, but if you if you're at the like if you're loading to the last mission and you mm-hmm. want to use that character, but you you've already went to the point where no return and you save there, they ask mm-hmm. you when you load up that thing. He's like, look, there's new. DLC updated. Do you want to be reverted to right before you did this? Mm. Oh wow, that's okay. cool. All right, well, okay. So I, I saw some stuff in the chat. Um, shout out to uh, everybody's idol Goro. I like that name, by the way. He said it's a pretty short RPG by uh, by RPG yeah, standards. Is. But what I I'm like cool about they did it is they they condensed it. They made what mm-hmm. did there. They made it count. Now there's a lot of things that can improve on there. Clearly, it was a very budgeted RPG. But what you can see there is they made something like Fallout in a different way, and it worked. It's just now they need that bigger budget to make it bigger. I only have one complaint about Outer Worlds, and it's 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 just one, and, and it's not huge, but it's the, the fact that the world is kind of small. The exploration isn't as deep as a Fallout game, yeah. and I wish it was a little bit bigger. That's all. I'm, I'm finna download this joint after the pod. I'm finna download it right now, actually, but... Yeah, um, you should stream it. I look dude. forward to that's it. That's a good streaming game. You should stream. No, it. I'm, I'm gonna start a Friday. I'm gonna start a Friday night. Right. Assuming I'll fall asleep or nothing like that. Everyone, I'm night, jump so. in, hustle, stream Friday. It, 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 see, see who he picks, man. See what he does. See what's going on there. But I appreciate everyone for coming through here, man. We'll see you next week. I'm gonna look into a couple uh, guests next week. Uh, you know, we're getting closer and closer to the E3 stuff. Uh, you know, I do plan on doing E3 shows. Uh, IOP's doing E3 shows too. We'll probably go in the reverse order that they that uh, we go on IOP just just so people ain't really you know repeating information. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. make sure that whoever I bring on for the addict show, like prediction stuff, isn't going to be on the IOP prediction stuff. So I appreciate everyone coming through here. We're gonna go ahead and end.